0: This is Good Riddance the podcast. Yo, yo, yo! What's up? What's up out there, man? Another ep- another week, another episode, episode thirty-six, I believe 36? thirty-six. Man, we're kind of flying through these numbers, man. Calm down, Jesus Christ! Um, welcome into the Good Riddance podcast, man. We're back again. Um, we get another. <laughs> we well, yet another compelling week. Um, I'm not even sure where we're going this week, man, but Jay couldn't be with us, man. Who you hear on 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 the B mic is uh, Mr. Nate. You got the B team. <laughs> Nate, uh, he Substitute stepped in again. Teacher. Substitute teacher. What is up, all my people? <laughs> um, shit, where do we begin, man? Thank, to, thank you to all the listeners. I'm kind of going through the little SoundCloud clicks and stuff that we get, man. I'm... I'm definitely grateful for everybody who's who's tuned in, whether it was via Apple Podcast, whether it was uh, Google Play, SoundCloud. We definitely appreciate you. We definitely wanna um, boost the interactions 100%. Um, one day, one day, I'ma have a conversation about this journey that I'm trying to, this platform that I'm trying to build, because uh, we're literally, nobody's over here trying to make it happen, and we will. Eventually, it's gonna happen. It's a slow burn, but you you look fondly on the days where no one listened to you, man. <laughs> those would be the days, really. Yeah.
1: I may I may look
0: back on those days like, man, those were the uh, the
1: uh, no consequences, no repercussions, right? You could just do whatever you want to do. Yeah, you know, talking about life as life is. <laughs> but I I plan on doing that the whole way
0: through, man. Sure. Um, I don't even know where to start, man. Is it is it is it has enough time elapsed? No, to where we could talk about endgame.
1: Probably not. Probably not. But if you do, it is you gotta yeah. put the red flag, alert, 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 spoiler coming. Spoiler. Sp- you can't. You can't. Now, not nowadays. I mean. Right. Right. Even the, the it's it's it and it's also too good to ruin, is yeah. what I would say. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 and there's so many moments that you can ruin. There is. There was. There was a lot of. Uh, there, there was. was a- there was like eight moments in every scene.
0: Right. <laughs> there was like. I don't know man that that I I'll I'll just I'll just one spoiler one spoiler. That, I'm not even going to tell it. But that one scene where uh where, where 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 Iron Man looks at um looks at Strange and was like yeah. so and he's like I can't tell you.
1: Yeah. I was <laughs> But if you're smart enough you would know that there's no other way it's going to be.
0: Right, but I was I was <laughs> still kind of shocked that it that it went that
1: way. Well, it's I so being a, have a filmmaker brain. Going to movies for me is much different than probably most people who go see movies. True. So I see plot arcs. I see you know a character building. I see conflict. And uh, there's there's a, a, a trope in filmmaking or writing actually that is called the hero's journey. Um, there's like seven going on in that movie. Right. So there's seven journeys. Probably more than that. But um, you have your main characters who. Who are struggling, Before. struggling, basically recognizing where they are and having to get to where they need to go and have to learn a lesson along the way. That's what a hero's journey really is. Right. So basically, you're plucking uh, uh, some sort of character out of their normal daily life. Mm-hmm. And for Endgame, it's after the snap, right? Right. So they've gotten used to the snap. Snaps already happened, the way of life what what you find is is each one of those characters has to follow their journey to learn a lesson that they wouldn't have learned had they not gone through all the conflict and struggles they had to get to right right which in every movie you watch, like name a movie and I'll tell you what the story the hero's journey is uh, I don't know man um, pick a, like a it doesn't matter a, a recent movie or it doesn't matter. There's one, one that I've seen. That would help. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, or pick it like a pop, a, a, a pop culture film or something that's like a movie that you've that you've seen a lot and you know very well. Uh, Friday, I've seen. It just depends. I've seen a lot of stuff. Um, uh, well, for them, it's, well, Friday's a, a little different, right? No, it's it's got it in there. But uh, think of more of like, because um, uh, I haven't seen Friday in a long time, so I wouldn't be able to. Right, right. Do it eloquently. Um, what's uh, I, I don't know. think of I can think of another one. Just give me another option. I'll, I'll see if I can do. Um, another option. Um, like a famous movie that you that you like. I like Heat. Have you seen another, Heat? Another one I haven't seen in a long time.
0: I like uh, man. What other? We'll
1: ones? find one. This I, cra- I, I can give you question. options if you want. But yeah, yeah. Give me, give me options. Give me options. Um. Because I want I'm a big fan of a uh, Princess Bride. Have you seen that movie? Princess Bride. Yeah, I've seen the movie, that's but not in no a while. Okay, yeah. I'll skip that one then. Um, how about uh, Shawshank Redemption? I've seen that. I okay, Shawshank yeah. Redemption is a fantastic one. It's one of the best written movies in, in, out there. Um, but what do we see? We get we see that he's caught up in his daily life of what are doing. or doing before he goes to prison, right? Right, and he goes to prison, and that's now his his reality reality, and he has to like get used to this he has to absorb his new world so that's what that's his first challenge his first challenge is to i'm in a world where i have to look out for myself and i have to fight off all these conflicts that are around me Mm -hmm. and acclimate right so once he does that he figures out the world that he's in now the universe that he's in he finds um, other characters that are supporting him, those are called supporting roles, mm-hmm. supporting actors. Um, so you have Morgan Freeman and you have... Um, what's the other guy's name? Um, one of the bad guys, the one of the guards, right? Right. So you have, you have these characters that are in place now and those are going to be the people he's going to learn from and have to fight and overcome. Right? Right. So there's the scene where he's... Morgan Freeman has to get him um, a rock pick, right? Mm-hmm. So a rock pick because he's going to make Little figurines and stuff with, right? He makes little chess pieces and things like that, and then he gets to the library, right? Mm-hmm. After how he gets to the library is he's able to do the the taxes for the guards, okay, right? Yeah, so that's a way for him to get the like that's a hurdle that he got o- got got over.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, in every movie there's a thing called the point of no return, or well, basically like basically the I should tell you what the hero journey is. Basically, it starts off with um, another acronym is. Um, I'm not gonna remember off the top of my head because it's a long day. But basically, you have um, you meet the character. You find the, the you find the character has to accomplish a goal. Right. The character um, has to come to a um, uh, a hurdle. He has to overcome that hurdle mm-hmm. by learning what he's learned in the, so, the the story so far. Sure. He has to use that to get to over this hurdle. Now he's mastered the hurdle. A good example is Lord of the Rings. He masters how to use the ring. Right. Right. He knows how it works and he knows all that. Um, So once he accomplishes or once he gets over that hurdle, he then comes to the point of no return, which is everything that he's fought for Mm -hmm. goes away. His whole story is ruined. His whole plot to get there has failed. Right, right. All but one thing that can get him out of it. And that one thing to get him out of it is something, a lesson he learned along the way that he had to grow to become. So for uh, the first Iron Man is he had to become less self, uh, self-centered right. and learn that, that these weapons are, 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 are okay. for, using for evil. He has to use them for good. Right. right. So he wouldn't have known that had he not got locked in a cave, mm-hmm. um, had to build his machine to get out and see that the starkest names across the boxes in the the bad guys – Right. Like like location. Mm-hmm. So this happens in every movie. And then to that final last hurdle, la- the climax is it's called. Right. Climax of the story is is the big grand fight at the end. It's everything that's been building up to this moment. Mm-hmm. And what he does is he uses every, the, the path he got there. He used the knowledge and the skills and the tools that he came uh, along the way. Right. To defeat whatever conflict that he's got. Sure, sure. So Shawshank Redemption is he finally chisels through the wall and Mm -hmm. gets into the pipe and crawls his way out. That's the last hurdle for him to get through, right? right? It's this tiny tunnel that's just full of shit. Mm -hmm. It's a sewage tunnel. And we are so with him in that journey that when he stands up at the end of that tunnel Mm -hmm. and it's raining and he gets up and he puts his hands up, looking at the sky, we feel free. Yeah. (laughs)
0: That's
1: crazy, yeah. Right. How your emotions get kind of wrapped because up. Because these stories have yeah. been told this way, and this is why they work for millennium. So when you think of Hercules, when you think of, um, you know, all these stories through, through the Bible, that all these stories are told the same way. It's a hero's journey. Right, right. So we've become—basically, it's been almost damn near ingrained in our DNA mm-hmm. to follow this pattern so that we learn—we're learn, learn like introduced to a character in yeah. his world— that character is ripped out of that world into a new world mm-hmm. where he has to adjust. He's then forced to uh, have. A, he's he's a, a goal is put before him that he has to now reach. He it does not have the tools equipped to get there. Mm-hmm. So if it, let's say if um, if uh, um, if oh if uh, the main character I can't remember the main character of Shawshank Redemption but um, if he literally found like was able to get a rock pick and put a hole in the wall and dig through the tunnel and, right. and it's a half hour long episode, you would not care. <laughs> you wouldn't care. You wouldn't right. care that he got out. Oh like, cool, that was really hard. Wait, that was really difficult. That was wow. not entertaining at all. Like wow. Look so at you that. have to go through these <laughs> tropes. Um right. this is why all all filmmakers write this way. Tom now, Robbins. Yeah, well that's the um uh actor right? Right, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I can't remember the the character's name. Um mm-hmm. But anyway, Andy. Andy, yeah, yeah Andy. Andy. <laughs> um, another big thing that I'm, I'm a big fan of is the names of characters. You're a fan of the names? Good ones. So give me an example. When, um, well, uh, Tony Stark is a great one, right? Because Tony Stark has this oh, yeah. sharp name to it. Yeah. He's a sharp guy. Yeah. Right? So there's there's connotations of this. Like, right. like if his name is Billy... <laughs> it just would. It, it wouldn't make sense. It wouldn't right. sound right, right. Right. So that's why you have um, like uh, like sci-fi ac- uh, heroes mm-hmm. that sound kind of sci-fi-ish, but they also sound like old. Um, uh, uh, Greek, Roman, or uh, um, what am we thinking of? Uh, gladiators. Yeah. Like they, have a, they have a, there's a warrior kind of name. Those kind of strong. Strong like, uh, yeah. syllables and, and um, like Caesar Augustus. Right. Like, there's just, yeah. they're just way th- the way that we use words in our language, um, mm-hmm. names are very important. For sure. So like um, Andy. Andy sounds like a soft character. Right. He's a smart guy. He's a soft character in the beginning, and he has to grow to become something more than he is. Yeah. So there's just these ways of of uh, these little tricks that storytellers have. Right, right. It's fascinating. I love it. Yeah, that's 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 kind of crazy. I, Cause I say that all
0: the time. Like when I hear like um, like I know a person and um, their son who's like three years old. They call him Rick it's like, <laughs> it just seems kind like, it of that like... That's an adult name. Yeah, it's like, uh, when I see a Rick, I don't see a three-year-old boy. Like, yeah. you got to put a Ricky on it or something. Like, <laughs> well, his, his name's
1: probably Richard or something like that. Yeah, you but know? so they, they
0: got to call him something yeah, more, like, soft Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking Rick. I'm yeah. like, yo.
1: Yeah, it's, it's funny. <laughs> well, the other thing, too, is it's also what we were acclimated to. Like, um, one of the things that when I was growing up... Mm-hmm. Um, all the the trend in in college when people were having kids is to name their kids old people names, like oh this is my daughter Edith, <laughs> or this is my daughter Gladys, right? Or this right. is my daughter, um, you know, Janice, and yeah. and you know all these names. Mm-hmm. It became a trend because it's counter to what we are familiar, right? right? So that's a big thing that that, that writers and, and um, people who conceptualize films and stuff. Yeah, it's definitely tellers. it's definitely super thought out. Like it's not it's yeah. not.
0: By mistake, at all. Yeah.
1: So these things are these things are literally just tools in the writer's toolbox. Mm-hmm. So the reason I bring all this up is um, I have been I become uh, a huge huge fan of Paul Feig, mm-hmm. which no one knows who he is, but it's kind of by design. Okay. One of the reasons I'm a big fan of his is he is the Marvel mastermind.
0: Is he the one that's behind it all?
1: He's the one that's behind not um, all of Marvel.
0: Not um. Stanley?
1: Uh, Stanley Stan just created the characters. He had nothing to do with the films.
0: Okay.
1: Right? So Stanley, that's what Stanley passed away, you know, R. I. P. that that genius. Right. Recipe um, to the legend. He I mean, he did things, he created characters out of the ether that like no one I mean, someone may have, but he created such raw, um beautiful, uh original things that at the time mm-hmm. no one knew what to do with. Okay. I mean, it'd be like giving Shakespeare, like you know, uh, Tom Hanks. Like, yeah. it's yeah. it's like it's 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 such a. Uh, he he took things just that
0: revolutionized.
1: I it mean, just, and the stories yeah. behind them are fascinating too. So if you ever get a chance, just research where like Spider Man and Superman those people, those characters came from. Yeah, um, I'm sure there's gonna be another Stanley documentary uh, sometime soon, but. Um, there should be quick, y- yeah. He's uh, um, he's too big, of but a no, to... back to fault Paul Feig. So, he is right the guy who took the idea of one when Iron Man was first successful, the first one. Mm-hmm. Paul Feig was uh, the head of Marvel, I believe, at the time, or he was in development at the time. Um, mm-hmm. and what happened was is the success of that movie because no one thought comic book movies would do shit. right, like comic book movies back yeah, then, I- I believe this that, is yeah. 10 years ago, right, comic book movies. Were like no one's gonna watch a comic book. It's gonna be a bunch of comic book nerds. That's it. No one's gonna give a fuck about this movie. Right? Like this, it's a small like. This is when nerds weren't that cool. Yeah. Right. Like this is when the beginning of the nerd era. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, you had you had uh, Iron Man come out and it blew the rocks off the block. Uh, the um the um, box office that's crazy that robert downey jr was the one too and robert exactly. downey jr had a, a was was literally just climbing back out of rehab like uh, like he's uh, he had he had gone down a rocky rocky road right right um and this was his kind of return to the you know not the big screen because he had done a couple of movies before i think um but the, all that he got all the rust off essentially yeah, yeah and he embodied that character so much because he had gone through some of the things that Tony's character may yeah. have gone through, so there's a, a strong connection there. Yeah, a good portrayal. Yeah, film, and he yeah. he it was a great casting. Um, but that when that was such as a successful, they're like, okay, we'll, we'll do another one because that like that one did really well. Yeah, and God bless John Favreau. John Favreau, uh, I believe, look this up for me uh, if he wrote and directed or just directed. I believe he wrote and directed. Um, John which says John Favreau. John Favreau. Um. So he kind of kicked off this whole party. Um, doesn't get enough recognition for that as well. But Paul Feig was uh, once these movies became successful, um, Marvel's like, "All right, we're onto something here," and Paul Feig went to work, basically plotting out how to string mm-hmm. all of these movies beyond the one we just end game, beyond this one, right of plot lines, character arcs, story arcs, uh, which movies to launch when, which characters are introduced when, how they're introduced, what's in the movies, um, key elements that are in the story that will lead to uh, a reveal, four movies, five movies, eight movies, ten movies down the line. That's crazy. That's
0: crazy because, like, if, like, you can really, like, see that and, like, I would, like, encourage everybody to do it. Like, when you watch the movies in, like, reverse, (laughs) like, the one before, it just makes so much more sense. Like I literally watched like Infinity War and then yeah. like watched like Age of Ultron and it was like Age of Ultron just made so much more sense. Like watching it backwards is like the like I, the foresight is just crazy. Like I love foresight. I like when people just like forecast
1: like well, he, you know what I mean. It's like, called foreshadowing in filmmaking. Right. So as a writer, you foreshadow. Mm-hmm. One of the, one of the like this is how bl- this is how blunt they are with it too. Like. Paul Fig is like, I'm going to lay this right on the table for you, and no one's going to notice. A good example uh-huh. is the big scene where uh, Tony Stark is with ever with all the characters in the, one of the meeting rooms or meeting halls or whatever. You're talking and about I it think in it's the, the uh, game right? No, not an in in-game. Which one? Um, I can't remember which one it is exactly. Mm-hmm. It may have been Age of Ultron. Um, but anyway, they're on the, the flying ship, and there's a lab inside the flying ship, uh-huh. right, uh, that S.H.I.E.L.D. has. And inside the the this uh, room, they're all talking about... Um, moving on or doing something and Tony's character has just gone and they just beat all those uh, um, aliens that um, that were sent by Thanos right, through right. New York and he's traumatized by it because he went up and sent the missile to nuke the whole yeah. the whole shit right. and he was traumatized by it and he's like, we have to protect the fucking planet because there's things outside the planet that are trying to kill us. Right. So he wants to put up this giant shield around... The Earth. Earth, yeah, and one of his direct lines is, "If we don't do this, it's Endgame." Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He yeah. literally says the I, word Endgame. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So he like this is how blatant they are. Right. They literally call it out, and no one's gonna notice because they don't know what's coming. Right, right. Which means you're literally this is what we call uh, T-ball, like mm-hmm. in, in writing. Why well, call it T-ball? Where you just hey, is you, you're, you're teeing up a moment. Right. You're put. You're you know that moment. You're gonna write it at some point. Mm-hmm. So you, sometimes people, this is how I usually do it. I'll come up with a good idea, mm-hmm. and then I'll work myself backwards into a moment somewhere in the script. and right. Drop in that setup. That, that, that's just, just, okay. I put the ball on the tee.
0: Right, right. Fuck, that makes so much sense.
1: Like, I love this shit. So it's like, it's, it's like, how, <laughs> it's, it's, it's how, it's how you get to those moments where
0: you're like, oh, right. right. No fucking way! And you Bells can really see those T-ball up. moments. You can really see
1: those T-ball moments when
0: you like watch backwards. Yeah, because like, you just... you're
1: literally unw- you're literally unwinding what the writer did. Right, right. Yeah,
0: that's like that's just like crazy. I mean, I I do miss Hulk from Age of Ultron. I'll just leave it there as as far as the Marvel character. I had a
1: t- I had a tough time with um, the the um, uh, Ragnarok Hulk. The Ragnarok, okay where yeah. he's like "This little oh, Hulk man, eat meat steak dude yeah, yeah, yeah. caveman yeah style. I, had, I I don't I don't too much like that. like there's there's parts of the 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 Marvel Universe that I I have trouble with and and but, everyone does but right but why like I don't like what did they do to Hulk like it's like <laughs> over the like he's a t- I will give them this Hulk is a hard character for cinema he doesn't say a lot mm-hmm He's he's uh, he's basically like you when you when you're stuck, mm-hmm. you just throw Hulk in to to break through. Like, like basically what you, what writers do is we literally A, um, like I think I said this before on the podcast, but sure. Joss Whedon is one of my favorite directors and Josh Whedon? Joss, Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon. Joss. Whedon. Whedon, okay, yeah, he's uh he directed Firefly and a Buffy, okay, um and did the movie Serenity, but he also was the first one to do um uh, Avengers. He's the first director of Avengers. Sure. So, um, big fan of his, but he has a saying that um I haven't created a universe in a while and that feels weird. Okay. So that basically is, he's talking about how he's always they always thinking, creating, and stuff like. And if you if you're out of it, the element of creating a universe like you literally create the molecules that universe is in Mm -hmm. so if you think of marvel universe there's these stones and the stones have these powers but where those powers come from and how do they get there you have to think meticulously about everything right what's the gravity like in this on this planet what's the you know uh, you know is there air and how's that affect? like all this stuff has to be thought out long before right so for every scene that you're in there's a history of that planet Okay. Yeah. There's a like. How does this planet work? Well, what are they doing on this planet? Why does this planet exist? Why is it important? What, mm-hmm. what elements can we take of this planet that may use for the characters to survive this planet? Stuff like that. That's right, all right. thought out. Um, but creating all those little moments is is they're just you're literally you're the mason who builds brick walls in a closed room for yourself. Right. And you have to figure your way out of them. So. As, as a writer, yeah, as a writer, you're literally bricking up a wall, building this wall up, and before you realize it, you didn't put a door in the wall. Right. So you now have to figure out how is this, how is this wall? How am I gonna get through it? Mm-hmm. And I only have so many things in the room. Sure. So you either have to tear the wall down, build it up, put a door in it, which is super demoralizing. Well, it just <laughs> takes it takes time and effort, right, and this right. the process. You're right. Or you realize that there's one brick short. And you can sneak something through there that will get you to the other side. Sure. Oh, there's a there's a, a key in there. Whatever it may be. But this is this is just how writers have to come up with stuff. So But is that why Hulk is so tough Hulk him Because is, he doesn't say much? He isn't, he isn't, because Hulk can be the rescue. He can be like he can drop in from the sky and all of a sudden boom! Hulk smash, yeah. There's your door. Right. There's the the walls are destroyed, so now you just walk onto the next door. Right. Right? Or wall or whatever it may be. So Hulk, the Hulk movies, they they have to do do so much on um, uh, Banner because he's the speaking part. With his, so there's all these Hulk movies that start with origins, right? Mm-hmm. It's how did Banner become the Hulk? Right. Over and over and over again. Well, it wasn't until they really figured out what that was, sure. And they didn't quite like like you know you had some shitty fucking Hulk movies.
0: Yeah, like fuck. They the didn't. Co-
1: they haven't. But they didn't quite figure out the formula, and that's a lot of this is is because I think Hulk was was Hulk before Iron Man, the first one It had to be. Uh,
0: Hulk had came out like two, the first Hulk. Uh, the most recent one was like two thousand
1: eight. Yeah, I but think, it, it was that was all like the with Ruffalo it was all after. Um,
0: yeah, like see, that's but, that's the thing. It's like like you can literally go back and trace Thor and trace Iron Man, but yeah. you can't really do that. Well, they need to come up with just, like, a Fire Hulk movie. I've been saying it for years.
1: But for I don't time. think they should, to be honest. I think they're doing, like, it's... They have enough to do, A, and mm-hmm. I don't think that story will, will give you much. I don't think there's... There, there's not enough meat on that bone for it to have its own individual, because... um Well... You you, no, you they, well,
0: me. Like, well you probably you you have probably, to you'd have
1: to but as of right now it's he's got an interesting like I won't just I won't spoil that part we kind of spoil it a little bit but yeah I won't go into the Hulk thing um but you can see what they did there with the Hulk in this an in Endgame yeah because <laughs> the,
0: but the way they did him in Ultron it was almost like like Banner was like afraid yeah of like and that that freaking
1: that, that, conundrum. That's a, that's, a that, con- that's a conflict. That's a brick wall that they, they, they put together. It's a conflict right. for that character to overcome.
0: But that, back and forth, where he's like, no, nah, I can't be a part of this. Like, yeah. but then everybody's like, no, you need to do this. And he's yeah. like, you know, and then the whole, like, just the quarrel with him and, like, Romanov was, like, mm-hmm. was, like, legit. Like, she was, like, literally the only one that can, like, somewhat tame it. You yeah. know what I mean? It, 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 it was like you know i, I just i just like the way the hulk i feel like in every avengers like and it's, it's it's probably just by design they they emphasized like one character more than the other like they portrayed him yeah. in such a way where it was like oh shit like
1: they also know what's coming down the band they need to set up things in the future so yeah yeah um, cuz i think
0: in, in, in age of ultron just i think hulk was like the best portrayed
1: yeah, As I mean, he's gonna have. A, he, there's gonna be movies where he shines better than others, right? And then, um, but it's based on like Infinity
0: War. They did Thor. It was like Thor was like the guy, yeah. like in,
1: <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean. But yeah, yeah, they they they'll 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 give they'll give one character more screen time than others just because it's that character can launch them through the, the, the hour and a half, two hours, whatever. Sure, it may sure. Be. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. And then you have all these sub stories that are happening all the other. But the idea is is how I envision Paul Feig mm-hmm. is. You ever see uh, always Sunny in Philadelphia where Mac and uh, Charlie go um, get get jobs, uh-huh. and they work in the mail room. Yeah, no choice. Right? Yeah. Bout, bout. <laughs> um, <laughs> and Charlie ends up in the basement, right? right? Right. And he's smoking a cigarette with the with this other guy who is invisible. He's not really there. He just is a, a vision or his, his imagination. Yeah. But he's got all these pictures on the wall, and there's strings tied to all of them. It's just yeah. chaos. Yeah. I feel like that's what the world Paul Feig lives in. It might be. It's just it's just a red string yarn, just drawing all over, and it's a whole room full of it. Yeah, and nobody knows what the fuck is going on. Only he knows how it is. I feel like guys
0: like that, they're just they're how do I like their mental output is just just so far like above everyone else's. Like you think of like people like Elon Musk. Like I just think like (sighs) like the way his you know it's just the output. You have
1: to have a very unique like. A, you have to know what the fuck you're doing, yeah, uh, and you have the confidence to do it. But you also have to have the the ability to risk. But I don't I don't necessarily 100 percent think that, um, cause,
0: and I started thinking this after I've seen like Elon Musk like talk a few times. Like I feel like most of them don't really know what they're doing. They're just doing something. And then just hoping to find a way to, like, make well, it a full it's, circle. Well,
1: it's a part of it is, is like, is, like is, is they, they'll, 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 they'll put their foot over the edge. Right. Right? And they'll be the first one to look down. Right, right. Um, and they're willing to, like they're willing to try things that no one may be willing to try. Right. Um, and they're also willing to fail. That's a big part of it. That's a huge part. Like They're willing to I I'll, think I'll throw about, everything, and if it fails, it fails. I learned a lesson, and we move on. Right. I think, like, people like that, like, I just like to hear them, like, in interviews
0: or just talk about shit. Like, and I think, you know, Kanye West is, like, in that, somewhere on that spectrum with those type of guys. Because, like, when I hear, when I was I listened to Elon Musk talk, like, for instance, when he was on Rogan, mm-hmm. I listened to that whole, like, three-hour podcast, like, yeah. as Elon, it was, like, when he, as Musk got, was talking. He's got too much was, like, knowledge in his head. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it was, like, a bunch of, like, half-thoughts. Like, it's just, like, a bunch of, like, you know, I don't know. And I don't know if it was, like, just for show, just to say, oh, I just got so much no, knowledge. I've seen a
1: lot of Elon Musk stuff. But it's just kind of, like, he's, it's kind of, like. I think, I think a little bit, too, is he may be even be on the, the the spectrum a little bit, mm-hmm. um, uh, which is, you know, for some people is terrible. But for some people, it's, it's you know, it allows them to have that kind of mental um, faculties. Um, it's like, yo, like, I don't. You're you're getting like he's talking. You're getting into what he's saying,
0: and then next thing you know, he's like, yeah, oh, that's just it." Like you yeah, <laughs>
1: he's
0: he's he's you know? he's fundamentally
1: like, working on a different wavelength, um, and communication. Like I want to get to that way. I want to get to that. You may not. I may not. You may. But not. I want to try. Like I, I, I don't try. think it's something you can try. I think it's something you have to have innately, like DNA built in. The, I think the functionality.
0: I think you can like. Like I just wanna like I just think like with the open mind like you just it it takes a lot of like um just unlearning like a lot
1: of shit like there's part of that but I also think um, for for sure there's there's like his intelligence didn't just something it wasn't he never he didn't learn his intelligence his intelligence was there and he found a path like the guy invented PayPal. Like out of nothing, yeah. So there's 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 folks like that. There's the um he's fucking digging holes in the ground sh- well, and well, shit. And yeah, th- he's like, just he's just he's just literally like, I have an idea. I'm gonna see it works, and goes for it. Like SpaceX is a, is is a great example, right? Who like he is the Tony Stark of our day, as close as you're gonna get right yeah, yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, he's like, got he's got he's got rocket ships going it's funny, into Funny, it's funny
0: you liken him to to Tony Stark. That is. Yeah, he's, he's nuts. He's,
1: yeah, he's a very much a, a very Tony Stark. Like he, he, I mean, he invented a fucking blowtorch just because like he had the tools and said, "Why not?" Like yeah. he doesn't let he doesn't let. Obviously, he's got the money to not let things stop him from trying. Right. right. But um, he's also like like corporate the corporate world that's around him is so frustrated by him. Like the board I of bet. his companies. Yeah. Like when he went on Rogan and smoked a joint. Yeah the fucking corporate world lost its goddamn mind. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because, <laughs> just, because like, oh, no, he's he's a loose cannon, and, but he's very Tony Stark like that. He's like, I don't give a fuck. I'll just do whatever the fuck I want. Right. It,
0: it, I don't know. Like, like uh, I was listening to another episode of uh, Joe Rogan, and he's, like, just sitting across from him and talking to him. Like, I just felt so, like, just, like, dumb. Like... I it's, tried to dumb like, him down by smoking weed. Like well, it's, it's it's the
1: he's on. He literally he's he's like if you have imagine the room full of Einstein and like uh, Carl Sagan. Yeah. Um, you like know Picasso or some shit. Yeah. yeah. Just people that are all on a high level. They're gonna have a they're gonna have conversations that would never exist otherwise. Right. right. They're right. gonna have they're they're all gonna have a wavelength of communication because, like. You, I'm sure you felt that too where you're talking to someone who like is like, whoa, this guy's a little above my pay grade, right? right in, yeah. Intellectually, uh, intellectually, yeah. um, and the trick is, is that same person who's in that level, if you bring it to a hip hop show, would know, like, would be out of his element. So everyone has that, you know what I mean? Right, right. Everyone has that like comfortability in in their, you know, in But their I, world. I like to walk in rooms or just talk to people who are just like. In a different space than I am, because like, yeah. I mean, it's like, interesting. I want to sure. be that's, in that's those. That's Joe Rogan's I mean? whole thing. Is like, I don't know this. I'm gonna bring someone on who does and talk about it. Right, right. Or I'm fascinated by this area of the universe and right. this topic, and I'm gonna bring someone in who can enlighten me even further. And like, see, and since I'm like, I'm like really big in sports, and there's this uh,
0: retired football player, Arian Foster. He has a podcast, mm-hmm. and his podcast is just him, and he's sitting across from someone else. Sure. Whether it be a scientist, whether it be a comedian, whether it yeah. be a doctor.
1: You and can learn something from, from every single person you talk to. they just talking.
0: And, like, you know what I mean? And I, re- I really do like it, too, because, like, he didn't talk about his career pretty much at all. Yeah. Unless the guest asked him about it. Like, yeah. It's not the and purpose even of when the he, show, I'm assuming. Yeah. And even when, like, in, you know, and you would think that would just be, like, innate for him. Just be like, oh, you it's
1: know, he, talk he, about it. People, not, I, were, I'm, I'm very similar. I have a hard right. time talking about myself. Right. Right. I like, like, talking about me, I'd rather talk about anything else. I, I, things I'm way, I Think I'm interested in. The same in, way, yeah. I'm inter- interested in that's a whole the ball game. But like, if you if we sat here for two hours and talked about how like everything that I do and in, and what I've done, like I, I'll <laughs> give. I'm, I'm very honest. I'm an open book. But at the same time, is is I would like to talk about things that are interesting. I don't find myself to be that interesting. Right, right, right. Even though I may be very interesting to someone. Sure. Like it's a self like self deprecation. I don't. You know. Um, Yeah, I'm the same way. I'm like... I think most people That's why I like
0: interviews. Like, I'm not...
1: When you look at Joe Rogan, he doesn't talk about himself barely at all. At all, yeah. So it's just... The the idea is to have the conversation about a a subject matter that both of us can be interested in talking about. Right. um, Whether it's, you know, even an argument of some kind. Like, you know, I'm like, there's my point of view. Here's your point of view. Well, where do we... Whatever. I don't like talking to people, though, that, you know, have differences in opinions,
0: but... I feel like some people argue to convince,
1: and I well, think that is—that's is, that's also a defense mechanism too, because they're insecure about what they know.
0: Well, but that like I hate that. Like, um, it is tough. I but was at, like I spent my whole lunch break. Um, a few days ago, we were talking about Michael Jackson,
1: mm-hmm. and um, we can get in on that. To sort of matter if you want to. We, right. could. Yeah, we could. We I mean, could. We'll I'm, take like, it where it goes. I'm yeah, just saying. Yeah, and it was—it was just kind of like I have opinions.
0: I do too. Like and I talked to I was talking to Julio about it a little bit, um, but I believe Michael Jackson had a problem. Oh, for sure. Like for one hundred percent, where there's smoke, there's fire. But man, I gotta freaking tell you, like, and I like, and I'm and I'm for the culture where we believe our victims, but. Like most recently though, the the Leaving Neverland documentaries,
1: I gotta tell you, I haven't even seen them, but I don't even have to. Like it's not those. It's were, not nothing. It's literally nothing new. Those were uh, so
0: tough to watch. Like to me, because I wasn't. Are, are you?
1: Are you? Would you say that on a scale like one to ten, how much of a Michael Jackson fan would you call yourself? Um. I'm not that huge. I, I'm not that huge of a fan of his. Okay. Um, well, like I recognize his, his, his music greatness or whatever. No,
0: nah, not that. You're not, not that
1: tied. Much. You're not tied that closely to him. Yeah. No.
0: Not okay. at all. Not at all. Like I'm. I, I'm. I'm aware of his greatness. I'm aware of you know things he's done and yeah. a lot of respect for it. But as far as me being like a fan, like very, very low on that on that totem pole. So I don't really have a dog in the fight. Yeah. Um, but like some of those, like I was, I watched those documentaries. It was, like, four hours long. It was, like, two, a couple parts. It was, mm-hmm. like, I just, like, couldn't, like, buy it because, like, they were talking so much. Like, these are middle-aged men. They were talking so much. And one thing I didn't like is there was no, like... Um, counterpoint? There was no counterpoint. There was, like, no, like... You know, you you when you talk about stuff, like, sometimes you find points or situations where you kind of take blame for yourself. It was just
1: kind of, like... Well, that and that's where, uh, yeah. Here's, I mean, taking blame for your own actions is tough when you're a child. Like a child, child, well, children well, yeah. can't take blame for their own actions because they're not constitutionally there. Sure, sure. You know? No, I get that. But as like, like men, and I, I
0: didn't like how. I think it was HBO that had it. They freaking just had a camera in front of them. They were just allowed to just talk. There was nobody talking to them or. Saying,
1: well, what about this? Or so then they didn't have someone interviewing them, or yeah, it like, was just
0: like a camera. They could have done that on their own and
1: posted it on YouTube. So
0: that's why I can't see past the money. Are you
1: sure that there's no one behind the cameras? Producers or like that's yeah. how they work. Because they they they'll, they'll they'll put forth questions and let the person talk. Right. You'll never but, see another interviewer, or you will, but that's depending on the, the style of documentary you're creating.
0: Right. But it was it was just kind of just like, the questions were asked, but it wasn't like somebody was like, oh, funny you say that. Well. What about this? Like, I wanted to know, like, well, like. So you want someone challenging
1: them on? Not things so much that challenging them,
0: but just kind of just pushing what they're saying,
1: like. Well, I mean, there may be something like documentaries are tough on on sometimes on format, which is sure. is do you just do, you, do you tell us your story, or do you have someone who's like, I have a question, answer it, mm-hmm. or do you do a combination of the two, or do you do, um you have a you have certain things you want to like a question that you know is going to be tough for them to ask you Mm -hmm. don't ask it first you build up to those questions right so softball softball hardball 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 hardest ball right right there's just ways to do um stuff like that um and you have to imagine too that this is a trauma for for certain people so Mm -hmm. when you're when you're dealing with traumatic things that especially when it deals with childhood traumas it's a whole other level of you're not when you talk to an adult about childhood trauma it is often you're talking to the child,
0: true. Grown-up body,
1: right? So yeah. there's, there's, there. It, it's a, it's a funny little world that that gets into. Um, one of the things that I mean, for me, I can often separate the music from the, um, the artist. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I'm not. I mean, this is not a common thing to say, but I'm not a huge Michael Jackson fan. Right. I mean. He did things that no one ever done before, in ways no one had done before. So the artistic creativity is fantastic, great, cool. Sure, sure. But it doesn't really do much for me. It's a song I'm familiar with. It's a, or a, he's, you know, he's got a, you know, very pop culture um, influence. Right. Um, but I, if that music never existed, I wouldn't. If I if the, yeah. If I found out, oh hey, they're taking all of Michael Jackson's music all out of the world, I'd be like, got it. Like, it wouldn't affect me that way. <laughs> right, right uh, But there's some people who they're, like, they, they feel strongly to that music. Right. Um, what I can relate to in this world is something, in a, it's in a, a genre very, very different, which is metal. Right. So I like uh, heavy metal music, I like, you know, hardcore punk, uh, some stuff like that. But um, there's a band called As I Lay Dying. Mm-hmm. Um, they were a uh, quote-unquote Christian band. Okay. Me- Christian metal band, which is, some, some, to some people, an oxymoron. Right. Um I can assure you it does not. Um <laughs> but here's where it gets weird. So right. Asile Dying was one of the biggest names in metal um in both the Christian metal scene and this uh, the contemporary music scene. Right. So the lead singer um was his name I'm blank on the name I knew it was too. Mm-hmm. Um Tim uh Lebe, Tim Lebeau. I'm going to screw it up. It's Tim L, whatever. Okay. Uh, but his name is Tim. Um, he uh, was, you know, an amazing singer, amazing. Like, the band was just, like, they killed it. Right. 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 And there's so many bands looked up to these guys, and they felt they put themselves on the Christian label, finding out now that a lot of them had fallen out of Christianity and still were calling themselves a Christian band just because that's, that's where their money was coming from. Right. So... To be a band and have everyone slowly but surely become atheist, which is what happened, Um, they didn't, you know, there would be like three members of the band who were atheists and two that were Christian still. Um, and it became this, you know, a bit of a struggle for the band to deal with, but they they, they they found it, well, just, you know, we're just making music. We're not singing specifically about anything that, you know, I'm telling, like, I'm singing songs that, that I'm writing songs that are for me. Right. And then the fans are liking them, and cool, they'll find their own meaning in them, which is what music is, right? Right, right. So they, they played that trope for a long time, and I actually got to meet them and hang out with them a couple of times, luckily. Um, well, nah. uh, and Now, with, so with, with hindsight, but... um. <laughs> What happened was is Tim uh, was married and um, was getting divorced, and uh, there was a custody battle going on. Mm -hmm. Um, And long story short is he hired someone to kill his wife. The person that he was hiring was an undercover cop. Someone had found out. Someone had ratted him out of the gym. This guy was also doing a lot of steroids at the time. Right. So he was Tim. uh, Tim. Okay. Tim was doing steroids, and Tim hired uh, was looking to hire someone to supposedly kill his wife. He was sentenced to prison, went to prison. Um, the band obviously broke up and went in their own ways, and there was this whole big thing. Right, and they started a band called Woven War, um, and without him and. Time moves on, and I was like, "Do I? What do I do with this music that I've been a fan of? Right? Right? Like these songs have I have meaning. They have meaning for me, but there's the well, I'm now an atheist, but I was a Christian at the time, mm-hmm. and so I have this weird relationship with that music already. Right? Like hearing, like knowing the words of the songs and and how they associated them mm-hmm. to now how I hear the songs and how I associate them, and I was. Like, in my thinking, incorrect in how I was viewing them. Right. So, I already have a lot of like <laughs> drama with that <laughs> stuff already, yeah. and a lot of like uh, um, baggage. Now, add in the fact that this guy now is a potential like murderer of his wife yeah. so that he gets custody of his child. That's and crazy. it is crazy. So, this is big time news uh, a few years ago. It's probably five years ago now, six years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, he is now out of prison, um, and the band is back together. So, on all of his all of his bandmates disowned him, like they're like, because not only did he kill the the band, mm-hmm. he tried to kill his wife. Right. Uh, so they they like they'd lost on their livelihood and their families had to suffer. So they started a whole new band without his mention recognition and because he was the front man, so he was right, right. they was the face. Um, he was the one, yeah. yeah, so um, but they had a lot of friends and and family our uh, friends and, and and other bands that I were touring with because all everyone looked up to those guys, like they yeah. were they were the hot shit. Um, and so it's like, where do you, where do you separate? And now the band's back together and touring again. So how do you feel about that? It's like, um, and they're also touring with other bands who said they would never tour with, uh, with Tim again, but right. they've all made their own amends for their own reasons. And some of the, uh, the guys on the tour with them was like, we're not doing this for Tim. We're doing it for our friends who are in a band with him and we support their decision, whatever their reasoning for that decision is. Mm-hmm. So, it's a long. It's 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 in the same vein of Michael Jackson. Obviously, Michael, what Michael Jackson did is f- potentially far worse, allegedly. Yeah. Um. But uh, because a lot of kids and attempting to hire someone to kill your wife, it's a you know they're close but not right, on the right. same level because no no one actually got hurt thankfully. Like the luckily our law enforcement were able to sure uh, to get that. But when it comes to Michael Jackson and kids, like. There are, are a lot of theories out there. Um, I know Joe Rogan's a big proponent of uh, chemical castration, uh, castrados, mm-hmm. which is interesting take on it. Um, his dad's fucked him up, and all those kids got fucked up by by their dad for sure. Um, so he was a like you know, it's pretty obvious he was a man trapped in uh, a child trapped in a man's body, right? And had all these you know. And there's pills involved. There's... Yeah, yeah. There's the the yes-men of of Hollywood that anything he does is... So complicit with it. Yeah, yeah. That just, there's no one going to fight him on it. And he's so powerful in that
0: whatever he... I just definitely think it was, like, smoke, there's fire. It was th- like There's
1: a lot of that. There's just, like, a
0: bunch of it. Like, one of the guys in the documentary, not to keep going on about those two specifically, but one of them was like, yeah, like, he he referenced a train station where supposedly that's where they've had sex, like sure. all type of stuff. It was
1: like places in, in like, right. the bedroom with the door, the, right. the, the alarm but, saying people are coming, that kind of stuff. But
0: what happened was in, um, like he went on record saying that he was like, like all this was going on with him and Michael Jackson between like 88 and like 92 mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. Um, But when he said that there was times when things happened in this train station. Yeah. The train station didn't exist. The train station didn't come to exist there well, here comes like
1: 1993. Well, here comes the trick is is if you you're there's three things happening in that, in that scenario. Mm-hmm. One, a child's memory is not going to be uh, anything you can actually like like trust. Sure. Because uh, like think Kids of your own up, think yeah. of your own memory. Yeah. I mean that's all you need to think about. Is it's not going to be accurate. You may get a lot of shit wrong. Mm-hmm. So what kids often do when they when they uh, when memories form is they do associated memories. So I remember what things looked like. I remember what things smelled like. I rem- but w- give them like for a kid a year is so long. Yeah. For us, God Fly. fucking year flew right by. <laughs> right. So perception of time is not is not something kids can do well. Right. Right. Um. So. There's that fact. The other fact is is when um, any human tells you this is how th- – this is what I saw. This is what – like I'm giving you my testimony mm-hmm. is it is not reliable. You said what? Any women any, – any, any, any person, any human giving a testimony uh-huh. is faulty at best because humans are not good at recording information and repeating it accurately. Right. So – a, a child saying there was a train station uh, I was you know something inappropriate happened there it was in this time it was in this time frame right mm-hmm. They all could be true they all could be false. You need other evidence to to corroborate B-b-b-b-b-b- yeah but you can't say that it didn't happen. You can only say that he was inaccurate right right so when when people focus on those little tidbits of information mm-hmm. I, I, I tend to say that's not strong enough to dismiss. Right, it's not sure. strong enough to dismiss that it didn't happen. You're just saying that that evidence that he's having is, is, is inaccurate. So it, you got to put it like I try to put things on like big things like this. I try mm-hmm. to put in almost in a, a courtroom in my head. Right? right. So there's the defendants and then the prosecution. So the defendant has at all times they are innocent so, until you yeah. until you have enough evidence that is sure-footed enough to convince other people
0: mm-hmm.
1: accurately. That it's undeniable that this happened, based on the overwhelming amount of evidence to support that. Right. So when it comes to these stories and time, you get that it's harder and harder to do. Cold cases rarely get solved because of this problem.
0: Right. But when you're, uh, when you're in the court of law, and the and there's something being said, the the opposing side, one of the first positions that they take is trying to poke holes in your argument by. The timeline, because the timeline is one of the first things that gets but established. But the only
1: way they can do that is by having evidence that's contradicts, right? Right. So when you talk, when you're talking about uh, if you, the, one of the last things that um, uh, uh, defendants' attorneys want to do mm-hmm. is put people on the stand that don't have that don't have supporting evidence to back up what they're saying. Right. Right. So, what will always trump uh, a testimony mm-hmm. of a human? Is evidence. evidence. It'll always trump it. Right. So when when a person says I was here at this date and this time, a good a good case of this is. um, uh, Do you see the HBO documentary with Syed? Oh no, I've been. I've been really really good. But one of the tricks of this whole thing was, Mm -hmm. is when people were being interviewed, Mm -hmm. they the cops were saying, so where were you on this day, right? Right. The day that she went missing. What were you doing? And they would say whatever, 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 right? Mm-hmm. But if they were fed information or a date wrong or um, thinking that one day was for the other, because when you go back five, ten years like, or even, even a blurred. week, yeah. it's a little blurry. Like, yeah. So if they said – so 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 you, <laughs> so if you said something along the lines of – let's say we're, we're using you as an example. Mm-hmm. We'll do yesterday, right? Right. I'll say something happened yesterday. So let's say I was murdered yesterday, sure. right? So I would say as a, a lawyer – uh a a prosecutor defense attorney i was like okay where were you on the the night of the 29th yesterday yeah i was at the house okay (laughs) (laughs) who was with you it was me my girl my daughter okay yeah what time did your daughter go to bed about 8 39. did you get any phone calls in that time period nah are you sure
0: not a phone call no text message yeah
1: from who Oh, man, a couple of, a couple of people. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so what happens is, is, yeah, is yeah. right? So when, I'm, when when someone's in, in um, when they're arrested by the police or brought in by the police and they mm-hmm. do this interrogation, right. there's tricks the cops use. If they have a piece of information they already know, they'll walk you to it because they want you to admit and, and having no ability to not admit it. Right. Right? So if I had said that you got a text message saying from from me, mm-hmm. Right that, hey, come over, right? And that was right. the last text message I ever sent out. Right. Right? And the cops know that because they have my phone. They're going to walk you slowly to that point. That's what girls do. <laughs> they start <laughs> asking you questions that they already know the answer to. Of to course. To see what you're going to say. It is an interrogation method. But the problem is. I
0: just, I just tell them. I'll be mean, like, yo. <laughs> you got they, nothing to Yeah. <laughs> not.
1: yeah. Um, but that's <laughs> they're also their strategy, too. But um, the trick too is is so if a, if a cop wants to walk you through here, he can at, like lead you by saying, "Well, we know that you were you were home that night because we have cell phone tower records that you were there." Right. But it looks like it's, uh, after that phone call, your phone was turned off. So where were you after that at that time period? Right. So right. they can they can walk you into like I was at home the whole time. I like well was anyone there? Well, no, everyone was asleep. Right. Right. Right, so there's ways to, for, for them to get to a certain point. Should, you may have nothing uh, to do with it. Like they, they're looking for like uh, the, the other thing too is they can lie to you. Right. That we right. have a, we have a witness that said that they saw you leaving the house at, at uh, 11 p.m. Where we right. you where we were going. I didn't go anywhere. Are you sure? We have evidence. We have we have. A, Are you sure? Are you so, sure? Are you yeah. sure? So and, like, and they wear they can there? wear you down. <laughs> and in this documentary, one of the tricks is one of the main witnesses. Mm-hmm. They, they. she said that she had gotten out of class, she had come home, these two people come over, one of them had a shovel, and the other one was acting weird, and they're talking about, you know, whatever, whatever. And there's researchers that have followed this case, because it, it uh, the Serial Killer podcast, right, got really popular. And so people did their own investigating. Mm-hmm. And they found out that this woman had classed that entire day and was not home that day. After she said she was. So they looked up and they, they literally got a hold of her class schedule. Yeah, the time she was in school and she was in class that whole time that she said those people were over at her house. You see, it's what and the, she it's was what the cops she, do. yeah, but she was she she at the time the way the cops set it up or whoever she's interviewing. They, they they planned it so this is the day, and she's like the she's like well when they were asking me the question I just assumed they knew the answer like so on this day when you were when you were home. And these people, did they come over? And you're like, well, if I was home, then that would have been the day that I did that. So, yeah, they would have come over that day. It's because they're, they're not looking for information. They're looking for confirmation. They're looking for confirmation, for, looking for confirmation of the things they already know. Or the things they want you to think they know. Yeah, yes. That's, that's bullshit. So it's easy to, like, and this is why <laughs> like like humans are bad at, at recording data. Right. And re- regurgitating it. So when it comes to you know a child you got to factor that in. So it makes the case against Michael Jackson very difficult to prove.
0: Yeah, it does.
1: It is one of those things where it may never be proven beyond any kind of close enough to reasonable doubt. The trick is mm-hmm. it is weird as fuck.
0: It's, it's super weird. but It's, it's weird it's as fuck. And our, and our uncomfortability with like, it is weird. It's crazy to me, though, like how all these allegations can surround him for so long. And for him to like but not— that's
1: money. That's money and, and, and that's people like there no. to protect him. But money are like for this like lawyers are expensive. And you have fixers. Michael Cohen was a fixer for Trump and Trump's gotten away with shit for years because Michael Cohen was willing to do the dirty deeds right. to protect the, the Lord. But it's Donald. like
0: it's like it's just so much stuff. Like one of the cases, um Michael Jackson had slept with the kid or something. Yeah. And then when um when 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 the when the dad found out mm-hmm. he immediately hired a civil attorney yeah and he was so gung ho about pursuing a civil case they settled out of court yeah
1: um for an unknown unknown total of yeah money. it's like but that's think, part of I the system I think
0: parents that's should a, be, a way oh, it's a
1: way to shut people up Donald Trump did the same thing wait but how do we hold parents responsible if well, something
0: that, like this happens
1: here's the th- here's the thing with that is the motivation of a parent you i you cannot guess what it is there may be financial strain going on. There may be, he sees an opportunity. They may be just like. Oh, but if this, is, if this happens, you have an obligation. This happens to your child. You ob- are obligations ob- are horseshit when people have different motivations. But no, like you're, you're, your child was, so you settle.
0: A few months after the settlement, mm-hmm. you um, you guys file for emancipation for your child.
1: Like but what the, are we doing here? But knowing what knowing what the, all the history behind that is it's it's you can't know it. We right? can't know
0: it, but so the, the optics are fucked up.
1: Of course. And then the thing is is uh, optics are also fed via the media. Mm-hmm. So there's there could be a bias mixed in there too. Um they just there's just too much that you can't know to make a good decision about. So it has to land in the realm of uncomfortability, which is I don't know. Right. That's it's, uh, it's, uh, this whole thing is an I don't know, and it's uncomfortable. But the, you have to get comfortable with I don't know. He died, with we don't. We're not. We're ne- we'll never know. And we don't even know if that was premeditated murder. That that's a possibility too. Right. The problem is is is, is proving all this stuff gets muddy, um, and it's something that we'll talk about in infamy because it's just something that it's we have a, a cultural relationship to. Mm-hmm. We all have our own opinions on. You can look back at OJ. It was the same shit. Like, it's, it's just, we, we have... we we'll, OJ did it. We'll well, well, we'll lob on, we'll glob on to, to what we want to believe far faster than the evidence that shows us what we don't want to believe. It is inherently human to do so. I just, like,
0: and, and that, now that I'm aware of it, like, now that I'm, you know, older, like, I'm always asking, like, why? You, like, when I say, oh, that's what, this
1: is why, and I'm like, why? Like exactly, like why do I think like it's It's this is crazy. This shit is crazy. Where it's like I said, it's easier to to glob onto the things that we wanna believe than it is to to see the truth in things we don't want to believe. But the the trouble is is if you live your whole life like that, you're living a lie. Right. And you're living in your own make believe that no one else sees. And that can get that can spin out of control, Mm -hmm. i.e. Michael fucking Jackson. That's fucking crazy. He literally made his own Universe, one a Neverland, like he. Yeah, he, there's a the problem. So it's, it's it's somewhere in there. We just can't. Yeah, and <laughs> we I just mean, can't. there's 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 and the other thing too is I guarantee you, mm-hmm. with a high certainty, that there's enough information about what happened, and there's people who know exactly what happened, who will never talk and who will never show their face, right. who will never give the evidence forth, have probably destroyed evidence at some level because their motivations are, like. They respected that that man mm-hmm. for his ability, and, you know, they, they, maybe that person was given a gift of support of some kind by right. him or whatever it may be. It could be family. It could be someone who worked for him. It could be any one of those number of things. Sure. I look at it like um, – and I see, I'm seeing more and more, and it actually is really kind of freaking me out, is I'm seeing, seeing more and more of we are living in a multicultural culture. A multi-cult culture. Yes. Explain that. So when you work for a corporation, when you follow a sports team, when you uh, buy a certain product, when you uh, follow a certain ideology and uh, politics, and yeah. all this stuff is we we have about 50 cults that we all kind of associate with, mm-hmm. right? And this mini-cult culture is is super problematic because – we're 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 blinded by the reality because it fits our narrative that we want. Right. Right. And that can be so detrimental in in ways we don't even understand because we're so in it. Right.
0: So and we're looking for confirmation. Well,
1: they're looking for confirmation. They're not looking for accuracy. They're not looking. They're looking and, and, and they're doing it unwillingly. Um, it's kind of the, it's called the Dunning-Kruger effect, which is when you're you're not intelligent enough to know that you're not intelligent Right So you're too dumb to realize how dumb you are. You're too stupid to know how stupid you are. You're, you're too arrogant to know how arrogant you are, right? right it's right. this idea that that I'd rather have the confirmation that I'm, I know something, right I have the confirmation that I am something, or the confirmation that I, I can be something, rather than realizing the reality is I'm not those things, I don't have those things, and I have no reason to believe the things that I believe. I it's it's like a foundation of right. of, of you know of sand is not gonna you can't build a structure on it long. and I think a lot of our culture with you know you have people like these people who are doing these mass shootings. Mm-hmm. You have this whole like H10 and all that are uh, these these sub um, reddits and all stuff where people are just spouting and spouting and spouting hate because there's no one on there giving them the real world right and if there are, they're not listened to. you know. So we have these synagogue shootings we have these this this rise in, in um, domestic terrorism by white nationalists and right and we have these things and people don't want to admit it because it's a hard thing to admit that but terror t- comes from I mean we don't m- white when people in this you know what I mean like, I, the example is always often used and it's not kind of uh, talked about enough but if if the synagogue shooter was Muslim if the um, uh, if the, phone the, phone if the if the if you know, and in the last like white nationalists like the um the the guy who uh Caesar Sayak, like yeah if he was if if he was, you Piece know. Of shit. Yeah, if well if he was a Muslim, we would treat him completely differently. Yeah. The country would be like, let's start a war with the country he's from. Right. I mean, even though he has been a national he's he's lived in this country the whole time, right? So we have we have these But to break that it's gonna take a bunch of people who know or understand
0: like What's happening? What's going it takes, on? takes
1: well. It takes talking about it, but it also takes leadership. Yeah. And now we don't have any. We don't have any good leadership with the power to make a very, difference.
0: It's very horrible at that. It's
1: like we we have a we have a president who says there's uh, good people on both sides. One being Nazis and people who are protesting that Nazis are 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 in the streets. Right. Like, <laughs> I mean, it'd be like like if you if you want to tie it back, it'd be like it'd be like our president cheering for Thanos. Right. Like that's not like yeah. it sounds cartoonish when you say it that way but that's the reality of it like that's that he's, that's uh, truly that's truly
0: uh fucking like accurate like um and i think and this brings up another point i thought about um i talked about it with a couple people they look like me when i talked about them
1: but um <laughs> they look like you when you talk to them. Yeah, they were, they were, they were, they yeah. were black people. What happened I, afterwards? I haven't
0: <laughs> No, I, I haven't I haven't the
1: chameleons.
0: It was a uh, uh, there's an athlete, a white guy. Yeah. He uh he published a uh, basically an article mm-hmm. in uh, the Players Tribune and basically long story short it is basically saying that um. he recounted how his thinking was like Detrimental to the people around him. Sure. So he so he plays in the NBA, Mm -hmm. made up of like seventy something percent black people, and there was one particular man can't jump. Right. (laughs) One particular guy. um, They they were in. uh, I think they were in New York, playing the game. Mm -hmm. They had two games back to back. Um, So they were on a second or the first night of a back to back, and this player went to a club, and at the club he got arrested. Stuff broke out. down. Yeah. And then while he was in custody, like, like his leg came up broken. Oh, so wow. when he finally got the news, like the first thought he had was He got oh, the news that his leg was broken? Well, he got the news that his teammate was arrested.
1: Oh, another guy did. Okay. Yeah.
0: So this dude, Kyle Corver, he got a new he got news that his teammate got arrested. Okay. And what his teammate got arrested, his leg was broken. Authority said it wasn't them, but he said it was you, like I was at the club without a broken leg yeah. and I'll, you know, whatever. And um basically what he said is when he got the news that his teammate was arrested, he um the first thing he thought is, Well, we're playing the back to, we're 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 playing back to back. Why would you be
1: out to out, begin with out yeah. to begin
0: with? Yeah. And he just just basically talking about like how that was like, you know, if nothing would have happened, he showed up to tomorrow's game, done his job. It wouldn't have been the thing. Like he wouldn't have thought anything. But it was just that basically saying that white people have to
1: not only like understand So was the white guy arrested or the black guy arrested? The black guy was arrested. The black guy was arrested. The right. white guy's making the comments. The black okay. the, he's talking about his thoughts during
0: the whole thing. Sure, sure. Why would you be at a club yeah. uh, when it's perfectly okay and normal to go to a club? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um and he was basically just saying that
1: like well, it may not have been a it's, smart decision in hindsight.
0: Right. He's just, <laughs> Right. So he's just basically saying that just the privilege, just talking about white privilege and the privilege that he has, that this is a conversation that he can enter and exit at any point in time. He doesn't have to go home with it. Yeah. Um, he, uh, His silence can come off as him being complicit. Just Sure. When things happen, his inactivity, his him not being vocal or standing up against it, and he recounted some other times where there was black teammates of his that got into you know trouble of somewhere. trouble of some yeah. kind, and him automatically thinking, "Well, why would you go there? Why would you do that? Or how can this happen?" You know, just random shit that, and he basically just went through it all, and it was just kind of like, I thought that was like some refreshing shit. Like, it'd be awesome if like a top. uh... A top athlete like mm-hmm. a Tom Brady or you know what yeah. I mean, an athlete that
1: like everybody knows. Like, so not not a Colin Kaepernick Kaepernick before the controversy. You want someone Ka- who's yeah. got some yeah, got some got that's got some
0: weight and yeah. this and this great. I don't I don't mind like it, it'll take somebody who knows a, a little bit about the NBA to know who this guy is. Sure, he's a good player,
1: but well, I also think too is is us putting. Um, it, Jumping from one category to the next and having someone's comments, mm-hmm. like, I look at um, LeBron James as a good example, is LeBron James is, is a really smart fucking dude. Yeah. Like, people, like, like so he's easily, he's, he's easily dismissed as a basketball player. But people right. are more than the sum of their parts, right? Right, right. So, um, like, his schools that he's developed are doing so well that people are like, what, what? <sighs> we, that shouldn't yeah. happen. Yeah. Why are they doing so well? <laughs> He's a basketball player. So, I, right. so it's just these things that we – we we. <laughs> I have a, a, a book that I may or may not ever write. But um, basically it talks about how the mind is uh, – the mind is a computer, right? Mm-hmm. So you're, you have your processor. You have your inputs, outputs. Mm-hmm. You have your USB connections. You have your motherboard. You have your sure. – all that stuff. So your hard drive um, and – we interact with the universe very similar to a computer interacting with the universe right. or its universe. It has data input and data output, right? So we can communicate with mm-hmm. some, with another computer, right. right? So the problem we kind of have is we're when we uh, when we learn something, when a new piece of information is, is we have to categorize it. Our brains are just built to do this automatically, right? So as we grow older, the more information we have, the more shortcuts we create right Right. so a lot of what people do is they jump to conclusions because it's a lot of math in between <laughs> right so yeah. the idea of jumping to a conclusion is just your brain shortcutting all the hard work and getting to an answer that is has a high pri- a high probability of being right 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 so and where, where this is exploited is magicians and con men and things like that, right? Right. So their whole thing is to use your expectations, all those shortcuts you've built. Mm-hmm. And then while there's the beginning and the end, Why they're fucking shit up in the middle, yeah. right? Yeah. So they're taking advantage of those systems. Well, what what humans are, like, like built to do is put pattern recognition machines mm-hmm. that take those patterns. We categorize them immediately. Very quickly. Right. We then take that, analyze it, see where we, what we can do with it. And then at some point, that becomes a pattern in our, our own brains. Like the synapses are connected. Yeah. Now we know every time I punch a wall, my hand, my hand hurts. Right. right. We do this over and over again. Wow, my hand keeps hurting. I should stop doing this because my hand's going to hurt the next time. Yeah. But what if your hand goes through the wall and it doesn't hurt at all? Right? That's a break in the pattern. Mm-hmm. But both are likely to, like, the idea is if I flip a coin 50 times Mm -hmm. and it lands on heads every single time, right? Mm -hmm. What are the odds that when I flip a coin again, it's going to land on heads? 50-50. That's it. What was the the fourth time I did it? What were the chances? 50-50. Exactly. But when we see it happen 50 times in a row, our brains are automatically thinking it's got to be heads again. There's no way it can't be. Right. Right? So we're bad at this. We're really fucking bad at this. Right. We have created the scientific method and other, other mathematical ways or ways to, to get us closer to accuracy. Mm-hmm. And where the beauty in that lies is it takes a lot of the human element out of it. Mm-hmm. It takes our, our inability to do – we basically take all, all the shortcuts. Right. Right? And if, and if you flip a coin 50 and it happens to go 50 times, right, and, the, and I say it's 50-50 chance – And sure enough, when you flip the the coin the 51st time, it's a 50-50 chance because it could have gone one way or the other. Right. It didn't stand up straight. But it's still an option, (laughs) right? Yeah. So um, a good example of this is uh, Darren Brown, which I've mentioned on this podcast uh, probably every time I've been on it. Yeah. (laughs) um, Is He does uh, one of his uh, things is he's like, I'm going to flip a coin. Right. And I'm going to have it land heads up 10 times in a row or whatever the number is, right? Mm -hmm. And he does it and does it, it. Holy shit, he did it. Right? Right. But what he doesn't show you is all the times it failed. Right. So from the viewer's perspective, they never saw that information. They didn't have access to it. Right? Right. So it's an illusion. He creates an illusion that he can get a coin to land the same heads up 10 times in a row. Right. And you don't know that he did it 50, 100 times and he was shooting for two days mm-hmm. trying to get that to happen. Right? So he's using your short, the shortcuts of your brain to, to basically, yeah. hotwire them into what he wants. Right. So we do this like accidentally all the time, which is why like people go to prison that are innocent. Mm-hmm. Which is why like we our, we have no system that's perfect. Even science, the scientific method is not perfect. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not even 100. It's not even a. It's a, it's a way to build models. Right. So the models are constantly changing because our understanding of the the, the data changes. Right? And so yeah. we have a new variable that may be in play that we weren't aware of. Like there's quartz and there's there's uh, dark energy now is kind of the new thing. Like we, we know there's an energy in the universe. We don't know how to quantify it, qualify it, investigate it. But we know it has an effect on the universe right. because we can measure the effect. Right. We, the same thing happened with black holes. We thought that like, oh, wow, there's a – for some reason, this weird spot in space, there's a black hole. Mm-hmm. They, they have to be the most – literally, this is what scientists said. They're the rarest thing in the universe. all over the goddamn place <laughs> right so it's just like we we it's the ability to learn information and apply it but we have to do we have to take the new information and apply it retroactively which humans are also bad at doing right right so when you you know get into a car accident you're like well i'm never going to a car accident again right because mm-hmm. i learned my lesson and then you're on your cell phone and, psh, you're going to car accident again right so like we don't we don't have a practical way of putting forth the things that we know we should do better right it's like the people's like it, you know if I make a mistake, shame on me. If if I don't learn my lesson from those mistakes, shame on me again. And then if I learn from my mistake and it still happens, well, shame on you. Right? Mm-hmm. But that's not the case. You could, they, they, it could be the same. You doing it every fool single me time. Once. Yeah. Shame on me. Yeah. Fool me once. Shame. Fool me once. Can't be fooled again. I can't be can't, can't fooled again. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it. I Like the Bush quotes just... Like if you like if you're to, someone has to do this, do this, please. And then uh, like um, tag me in it yeah. um, is take Bush quotes uh-huh. and then have them go back and forth between Trump quotes quotes. And then every once in a while, throw an Obama quote in there. <laughs> that, <laughs> hey, would that, be,
0: is, that would be that would be that would be beautiful. That would be legit. You got to do it. Right. Somebody's got to do it and send it to
1: me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway,
0: um, what else I got on here? Um,
1: John Singleton. Are you familiar with him? The name's really familiar. I don't know. what I can't place him now. John Singleton's a uh, filmmaker. He did a lot. Oh, yeah. With, I was thinking of yeah. basketball player for some reason. Yeah.
0: Yeah, single, yeah, 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 yeah. John Singleton. Yeah. yeah he, rest in peace, John Singleton. Are you Are you a
1: fan of his work? I,
0: um, I know you're a filmmaker.
1: Yeah, are you familiar with him at all? I, I like, am. Um, he has... Uh, name one of his bigger ones that I can kind of... Um, he did Boys in the Hood, Higher yeah. Learning. Have you seen Higher Learning? Uh, I want to say Rancoport, I think when Ice it first Cube, came Tyra when Banks. it first came out, I did. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. They're mostly like like black movies. Like well, he know. does.
1: Um, there's a, there's one that I, I Shaft. Kn- he did Shaft. Ah, keep going. Baby it's Boy. He did. Uh, there's one that I'm thinking of that pops out on top of my mind. I can't remember the name of it because I'm bad with names. Um, what else did he <sighs> did a few? Let me look it up. Is it a newer? I Maybe mean, I mean, it's a classic. I can't. There's something that he did. Maybe it was Boys in the Hood. I, but it doesn't, pro- it doesn't. It doesn't sound like.
0: It could the be. That's one. That's, one of, that's of. one of his biggest,
1: biggest ones. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I I have. I, I, I want to say that's. That's not it though.
0: You said you want to say it's not it.
1: Yeah. It, it might have been something else. It may be. I don't know. It's been a long day. I don't know. My brain. Yes. Yeah, is-
0: I've been. I've been up uh, pretty much all
1: day. Yeah. But yeah. It's he. Been uh, a long life.
0: <laughs> yeah. A long, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's kind of crazy. It was like. From, Like strokes and stuff like that, uh, yeah. I, I saw that. I saw, um, too fast, yeah, too uh, furious. He did,
1: too fast, too furious. Poetic Justice, uh, maybe that was one of them. Uh, Hustle and
0: Flow did a few, yeah. He did quite a few, yeah. He was, yeah he's uh, been around for a long time, yeah. He's been around for a while, but yeah. Um, rest in peace to that gentleman. He was, uh, definitely somebody that
1: a lot of people, uh. He gave, well, you know, I love I love people who, especially directors and people who focus on areas of culture that don't get a lot of focus. Mm-hmm. Um, there's actually a documentary uh, coming out um, on Inuit, uh, an Inuit lacrosse team. Lacrosse team? Yeah. Okay. There are Inuits in Alaska. Okay. And it's this amazing story of, it's a tr- based on a true story of um, a group of Inuits who learn how to play rec- lacrosse um, and... Like I won't even talk much about it, but I I'll look at the, the name championship. Of it. Um <laughs> uh, so they're, it's they're called it's called it's called the Grizzlies. Um, okay. Uh, lacrosse transfer forms the lives of Inuit students when they learn how to play the game is the the uh, log line. Okay. Um but I saw the trailer and it's really, It looks really, really good. Okay, it's one of those things where it's like it's a story that would never be told unless someone found it and and, and found the uh, the right. the the path to make it. Sure, um, I love I love stuff like that. I love um, another one I really like. Well, oh, even another one a great example is uh, the March of the Penguins. Like that kind of stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. it's people who are find now, yeah. finding finding stories that aren't being told and telling them. Yeah, um, there's. Uh, there's actually a uh, documentary coming out that I'm super excited for. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called um, uh, Knock the House Down. Okay. Or Knock Down the House. One of those two. Um, basically, it's about the uh, the m- midterms. Right. And the women of the midterms that be- got, became elected officials. And someone was smart enough to follow a few of these people, one mm-hmm. of them being AOC, who I'm a huge fan of. Right. Um, she is, like, my political crush. Like, she's, like... Everything, everything, everything I could ever. She's like, she's like, she's like, uh, my progressive mom and Bernie's my progressive dad. You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I've, I've, definitely oh, I li- I've definitely listened to a lot of, uh, she's a sharp cookie. Yeah, she, she definitely is. I mean, uh, Jay doesn't seem
1: to be too fond of her, but. Well, his politics uh, are leaning the other, uh, another, another. Uh, yeah, his politics. Angle.
0: Yeah, his, he's, 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 uh, but a I, bit, I, I also but think
1: that, uh, and we've had this conversation. I think he has some major confirmation bias issues, um, <laughs> and some that he may not admit to, or something that he may directly admit to and not right. care. Um, maybe some cognitive dissonance going on. Uh, and I love for him for it. Right? I, yeah. So, but I'm like, I'm like, but he's one of those guys. Jay's one of those dudes where um, uh, me and him could have conversations and like heavy subject matter. Right. And walk out of it cool as cucumbers, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, we may get uh, interested and passionate, and it may it may come like one of the podcasts we have. We kind of got into the the the, the elements yeah. of life that, like, uh, we got into abortion, we got into um, right, you know, right things of that nature, and he sees things uh, a little bit differently. But I also think he's got some, he's got uh, a. Uh, he has some unlearning like we talked about to do, especially mm-hmm. because um, when we talk about indoctrination and things like that, those are the hard things to unravel from. Right. And one of the great quotes of one of my favorite atheists is um, "Is meet them where they are. Like sure. you can't yank them into a, a belief. Right. You have to meet them where they are and show them their belief and right. have them explore it themselves. So, um, but back to uh, AOC, there's a documentary called Knock the House Down. And she's one of the – it's, it's, it's coming out, like, the next two days or something like that. Okay. Um, but it is literally, like, you, you see her, like, cleaning the bar she works at because she was a bartender before she became, yeah. you know, a yeah. congresswoman. <laughs> um, and you see the struggle of, of, of her and some other um, names that became, you know, now the face of the new progressive wing of the Democratic Party. Yeah. And – you see, like, why they ran and the the obstacles they were facing. Like, AOC was literally fighting, I think it was, like, 23 terms or something Crowley had. Like, he's been, in, like, he was, like, unchallenged for years. Right, right. And was not any sort of kind of representation of the district that he was supposed to be representing. Like, the idea of the House of Representatives mm-hmm. is kind of an archaic concept, if you think about it. Right. Because— we're like, okay, there's a bunch of us right here. Let's send one dude to speak for all of us.
0: Right. It's kind of like a jury pool kind of thing.
1: No, not even close because a jury, right? Uh-huh. A jury is people from the, from the, the, the area, mm-hmm. right? And it's a random choice. It's, it's a random option. Those people come in and they're speaking for their community. Okay. Right? So they're actually rep- more representative than a representative is. <laughs> right. Because you can have, a, okay, there's a, there's a high Latino population. There's going to be at least one or two probably, and the odds are, of right. a Latino voice being on the jury, right? But with Crowley is he was taking corporate money. He had no interest in, in supporting, like, uh, the local communities. Um he was what we call someone would call blue dog Democrat, which mm-hmm. is basically um, he likes to keep things as it is, pure establishment. He was number four on the list of of, of Democrats, right. Like that run shit, right? Um, and she was a bartender. So the reason she beat him wasn't because she was you know good at being a politician, right. or it's because her ideas represented the people who voted for that in, the, in their district. Sure. So. It is the story of uh, someone rising from the ashes. Like her, she was, her mom worked two jobs. She had to, you know, f- like her dad got sick and then it was, she was in charge of like raising money for that. You see the background of why people are as passionate as they are. And this has been happening the entire time we've had uh, a government. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The problem is, is we have this problem of power getting farther and farther and farther away from the people. That's so crazy, yeah. it's 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 gone to the point where mm-hmm. we the reason we have Trump is because we had Hillary. The reason we had Hillary is because we had a system where the establishment had been as it was so powerful, they just go, You're up. Next man up. N- not, yeah. hey, um everyone. What do you think of this one? Right. It's yeah, who cares? You're next. Right. Right, Just so taking a shot, yeah. So it's it's this system is, is 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 as corrupt as any dictatorship is. Right, you know what I mean? Because the these people instead of having one dictator, we have a team of dictators, and none of them want to hear the voice of the people. They want to hear the voice of the dollar because that's how they spend their time is raising money. If 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 you ask anyone, what does a politician do? Mm-hmm. What do they tell you? What would you tell, what, if I asked you, what does a politician do? Uh, what it's supposed to do? Or No, I, what, what does a politician do? They uh, are to represent the people. Not what they're supposed to do. What do they do? Oh, they. Uh, Why is it so hard to answer that question? You see, I and mean, I then the reality of I it talking is, about what I think they should be doing, but well, that's, that, that's, that's not the question. Yeah. The question is, is what do they do? Right. Right. It right. should be easier to answer. Right. They they're supposed to govern. But what do they spend most of their time doing? Uh, it's almost like eighty per seventy five percent or some crazy high like high uh number. Mm-hmm. They're on the phones fundraising. And who are they calling? Do they call you? No. No, they don't call you. They don't call me. I'm never gonna call. They call lobby groups, they call the guy the CEO of General Motors, mm-hmm. they call every mom, every or every um um CEO of every like finance, finance firm, right. And they're just, hey, um, we need to get another ten grand to get da 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 da. da. And like, well, what do I get? Why am I just giving you free money? What are you going to do for me? Right. That's how the system works, right? Is then they just <laughs> pander you, to those, yeah. Donald Trump donated to the Clinton Foundation. Think about that for two seconds. In the modern eye we have now, right? Donald Trump gave money to Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton's foundation. That's crazy. That's a trip, right? Yeah. And the reason is mm-hmm. is because they would do something for him with the money he gives them. Otherwise, why would you give money to like yeah. Why would you give tens of thousands of dollars <laughs> to two people unless you were getting a, a benefit on your investment? That's crazy. It's how it all works, right? Right. So the biggest thing, which is why I'm a big fan of something called the Justice Democrats, mm-hmm. um, big supporter of those guys, um, and that's where AOC come, came from. Is the Justice Democrats found her okay. and supported her and lifted her up, and now she's one of the biggest voices in the Democratic Party and probably the United States in some cases. Right. Right. And it's not she's uh, running right for president. No. No. Okay. No. She's she just got into the House of Representatives. Okay. She's a freshman congressman. Congresswoman, oh, shit, look, you at that. Say. look at that. Yeah, so coming from nothing from a bartender in Queens mm-hmm. to now representing Queens in the Bronx that is crazy. That's the hero's journey. It's a hero's <laughs> journey, and this is why the documentary and why the, 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 her story is so interesting. Right, she got plucked from oblivion, giving a, a quest. That quest is monumental, and she's she had to overcome obstacles, and it's this, it's that's why we like these stories, right, right. But when it happens, is is these stories like the 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 fun thing about story writing too is when you when you're writing an, uh, a villain, mm-hmm. the best villains are the ones who have a hero's journey. The trick right. is, is depending on from which angle you tell that story, mm-hmm. Thanos could have been the hero of all these movies, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying because like what if he's, his idea wasn't so
0: wasn't well, really Well genocide
1: that? is not a we're not a big fan of. Right. <laughs> but which is what he was doing. Right. But from his perspective, <laughs> he was only the he was the only one who was willing to do the dirtiest deed in in life. Yeah. is to, to sacrifice the few to save the many. Right. And I mean you could literally even like if if someone was so dastardly enough to try and pull this, mm-hmm. you can make a Hitler hero movie.
0: Yeah, you'd be crazy.
1: You would be crazy.
0: You'd be, but you, you'd there be are nuts. ways to
1: tell yeah. that story because every villain is a hero in his own right. Right. Yeah, you'd be nuts. if you wrote Don't recommend hit, it. Yeah, I don't recommend it. If you out don't, there and you listen, I don't, do don't think not, it's a hit. Don't take anything I say and go run do with it. not I just, do it. These are suggestions, and these are hypotheticals, not suggestions. <laughs> But yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like it's just depends on how you spend it, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's AOC is a, a fantastic uh, representative of her people. Mm-hmm. Um, she still goes home every weekend and she's, you know, she has a little community garden that she grows. Like she's still there and she talks to her constituency. Right. There are people like um, uh, um, Mitch, what's his fucking name? Um, I can't stand it, The turtle looking motherfucker. Um, everyone else you want to talk about, um, Mitch, Mitch, Mitch O'Connell, Mitch O'Connell. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It doesn't sound familiar right now or sound right, but that's Mitch O'Connell. But anyway, um, yeah, that, that fucking gooseneck piece of shit. (laughs) Um, he is like, these people don't have town halls. They avoid them at all costs. Right. But they're on the phone talking to their, their fucking donors all the time. What the fuck is that about? Like, right. That's why the Justice Democrats' is whole goal. Their whole goal and the whole reason they exist is to get money out of politics. So the only way to do that is to get politicians in there who don't take corporate PAC money. Right. So AOC, um, uh, uh, the, uh, Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, all these people mm-hmm. have guaranteed have, have put basically. forth, I'm not taking any money from any corporation. Right. Ever. I'm taking small dollar donations like Bernie started. Bernie's the revolutionary. He's the, he's the, um, the, the king of this castle, right. right? So he started that whole thing, and now everyone's trying to hop on that bandwagon. And some are doing it successfully, the ones who are true and honest. That's the great thing about this, too. Right. It's a pure system because if you get a lot of small dollar donations, mm-hmm. it's not because they all saw a commercial and think Bernie's great, right? Yeah. It's because they believe in what he's saying and his policies, The problem we have with fucking uh, 90%, especially in this stage in the game, Mm -hmm. is there's only a few people that actually have policies to talk about. Bernie, Warren, they're really the only two that are actually talking policy. Bernie's been saying the same thing for like 60 years. (laughs) Like, if you go and and type in um, uh, anything like uh, Bernie, Senate, hearing, 1950, whatever it is, this dude's been doing this shit for so long, and he's been consistent he was fighting for medicare for all before we even had uh we even knew what fucking medicare for all was right he's like medic uh, um uh, uh health care should be a human right it's going to be huge as he says um <laughs> huge it's it, y-u-u-u-u-u-g-g-e uh right. <laughs> huge um but the ideas he's had have not changed he's been fighting for them forever right right he is honest and consistent, and he's been putting forth he didn't vote for the Iraq war. Biden did. right. But people think like there's in the media too is don't buy the bullshit the media sells you. When it comes to like here's a, here's a good example is what, uh, what's a news station that you tend to lean to or, or or lean on for information? Um A major news network. Of all of them, which one would you choose if you had to? I mean, probably seven. I mean... Seven. What is seven? Like, uh, you're talking about, like, just daytime news? No, I'm talking about, like, like CNN, MSNBC. Oh, yeah, yeah, probably CNN. Yeah. CNN's CNN. your probably your go to Yeah, that's probably your okay.
0: go to yeah. CNN, So for
1: sure. here's the problem, right, mm-hmm. is CNN is a corporation. Right. Flat, period, end yeah. of sentence. Yeah. What does CNN... How does CNN survive? Ad revenue. Mm-hmm. What is ad revenue? It's money from other corporations, right? When CNN talks about politicians, right? They have uh, which ones? Which ones are they going to talk about more mm-hmm. than others? Well, That's the ones the that are corporate Democrats, facts, or yeah. corporate. Well, all Republicans are basically like corporate Republicans, right? Um, you're not going to talk about the ideas or you're going to try to at least avoid them as much as possible Right. that take away the the whole point of your, like, to make money, <laughs> right? That yeah. your existence is based on. So Bernie Sanders did not get a lot of attention in 2016. Right. Why? Even though he was more popular in poll after poll after poll after poll after poll. After poll. And everyone's like, well, Hillary's going to win everything, so what are we even talking about? Right. Well, the reason that they're, they're all for Hillary and they thought it was a done deal is because in that world— mm-hmm. Well, she's the corporate Democrat who gets all the funding and makes all the money, so she'll win. That's literally how they calculate things. Not polls. She's raised more money than her competitor. Right. You'll hear that all day long. Oh, well, uh, um, Joe Biden raised this much money Mm -hmm. from who? Bernie raised a shit ton of money from us. Right. Joe Biden raised a shit ton of money from corporate PACs. Mm-hmm. And what is Joe's policies? I don't know, bitch, ain't got none. <laughs> As they say, what's your go
0: to? Who, who's your go to for?
1: Um, here's who I like, um, and I don't. I and I, I was a huge Bernie supporter before.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm not saying I'm not now, but I'm also saying I'm not going to vote for him. The reason is, is I don't vote for people. Right. I vote for policies and how much I can trust that they'll follow through with them. Right. So at the top, Bernie and Warren. Okay. The reason is, is if you look at Warren's policies, they're fucking hardcore. Right. Like money out of politics, student education, um, uh, Medica- Medicare it, for All. Yeah. Well, she's not for Medicare for All, and that's where it gets a little dicey for me. Okay. Is she's for Medicare for All-ish. <laughs> whatever, whatever works. So there's these, I think I've used the term before, weasel words. Right. So Pete Buttigieg is a king of weasel words. Mm-hmm. I liked that guy in the beginning. I don't like him now. Because he talks a lot of shit and got nothing to back it up with.
0: But who are you talking about?
1: Pete Buttigieg. Oh. Pete Buttigieg. Okay. Buttigieg. Um, Mayor Pete, as they say. Yeah. So he's now the media's little golden boy. Why? Why are they, everyone's talking about Mayor Pete. Because, Mm -hmm. once again, he's got an interesting hero's journey, right? right? The problem he is is, and this is one of my ideas, is his policies are nothing. He has no policies. We need to bring unity back to the country. We need to have people uh, have values again. What does that mean? The fuck does that mean? (laughs) Well, you didn't say shit. (laughs) But it sounds pretty and you got a nice pretty mouth. Didn't say shit. <laughs> it's like I want to bring back I want to bring back you know I want the um, I want religion to be taken away from the right I want because I'm a religious gay man and oh so religion identity politics gay man identity politics military vet identity politics what the fuck are you gonna do dude right you've been on the you've been on the trail for a minute <laughs> you ain't said nothing <laughs> That's fucking funny. But you don't think of this shit because that's not the media focuses on. Right. But you got, and this is why you got to give a credit to uh, Elizabeth Warren, um, who doesn't, isn't polling well right now. There's a lot, there's there's 15 fucking, 20 fucking people in the fucking thing right now, Mm -hmm. and that doesn't help. But she's already put forth policy ideas for taxing the rich. Sure. A wealth tax, which is brilliant, right? Mm -hmm. It doesn't tax you on how much you earn, it taxes you on how much you got, motherfucker hmm Like, you got wealth? What's wealth? Oh, I earned $2 billion this year. Okay, yeah, but you got $14 billion in offshore accounts. We're going to tax that shit, too. Yeah. We need that. Right? We need that. So just because you fucking put it in a, dug it in a hole and buried it in a can on a fucking island in the Caymans, mm-hmm. doesn't mean you didn't earn it. We're tracking that shit. Yeah, that shit got... So me. it's... That's, you got to help
0: out, motherfucker.
1: It's that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Also, uh Also, pre-K... Uh, college for all, mm-hmm. um, healthcare of some sort, which is the loosest on, um, right. and her foreign policy. I think, um,
0: the, th- I think I've said this to you before. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of uh, Kamala Harris too.
1: She 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 talks a big game too. Uh, she does talk a lot. She's got a, she's got one or two policies. Mm-hmm. The problem with her is she talks a, she talks she's a uh, lot. she's she's a wannabe progressive. Okay. She talks because <laughs> pro- progressive is the hot thing to be right now. Right. And you got to watch the politicians that do this, and Pete Buttigieg is one of them. Mm-hmm. Is in the depending on the audience they're in front of, that's who they'll be. Okay. Right. Yeah. So that's that chameleon uh, politician stuff. Compare that to Bernie Sanders. He's a fucking old fucking Jew from Vermont that from t- Vermont like with his hair all fucking crazy. Yeah. Like this guy should have no hope, no chance. Uh-huh. In the identity political in the identity polit- political world, right? He's the fucking king of it because he's authentic. His policies are genius. Mm-hmm. He's consistent.
0: I don't know, man. I just think, like while like like while we're listening to the, to different politicians, I just think Trump's gonna find him way find his way back.
1: Well, here's his position. Here's here's where it's com- it, like you know, I, like I get it. I get it. It's it's something to fear and to accept. Mm-hmm. The facts of the matter are, he is good at branding. He's a fucking numbskull at anything that's a, the the law at right. being a politician. <laughs> he is that's accidentally funny. lucky more than any motherfucker possible. Right. Here's how I. And here's the best example of that. Mm-hmm. The reason that Trump is not impeached already. Mm-hmm. Is because he's does he says dumb shit mm-hmm. in public. Full stop. If he says the shit that he says in public, and he said it behind the closed doors in an email, right, he would be impeached and get kicked out of office immediately. Right. Because he's doing it in public and says the, the most outlandish, fucking, terrible things a human president can say.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He can get away with it as being, oh, it's just hyperbole, or it's a speech to rile the crowd up. Right. It's, I, I, it's, it's the idea of, hey, um, wouldn't it be terrible if someone took Jay out to the woods and fucking knocked that guy sideways a couple of times? You know what I'm saying? That would be terrible. Right. <laughs> but on the upside, mm-hmm. you'd have me on the podcast every fucking day. You know what I'm saying? Right. He's not saying, hell, we need to go, we need to go kill Jay. That's he's saying yeah. things by not saying them. It's the oldest fucking trick in the mobster book. But he literally goes, oh, Russia, if you're listening, where's those emails? You know what I'm saying? Like He's a clown, this guy. But he says it in public. Right, right. So we just write it off. They hear it. Right. The next morning, guess what happens? The fucking DNC emails were hacked. Right. The next morning. That's crazy, and it's like like we see like it's all it, he he's accidentally smart <laughs> because they can't they can't charge him for a crime of conspiracy because he doesn't conspire behind closed doors. Right, it's he conspires open. In, the open. in the open. He does conspire in the cl- behind closed doors too, but it's yes. harder to prove intent. Mm-hmm. You can't prove it's harder to prove intent unless there's the other thing he doesn't do is the muck of motherfucker doesn't have an email address. He doesn't like people who take notes. Right. Because that's a record of what he's saying and doing. And I can imagine him not wanting uh great to keeping. He literally said, I got I got uh Roy Cohen, he doesn't take notes. He's a great lawyer. Lawyers don't take notes. What do you take notes for? <laughs> um it's called a legal pad. <laughs> it was designed to take notes. For lawyers, <laughs> you dip fuck. It was exactly made. It was so. Made exactly anyway, right. it's... Yeah. it's uh, I just uh, it's so exhausting. This is very exhausting. Oh, I was going to tell you my. Uh, I don't know if I talked about this before, but I like to. I like to bring it out when possible. Is, sure. Here's how I would do it. <laughs> I love. I love, <laughs> I love these. Right. Here's how I would run uh, elections. Okay. Mm-hmm. The election would be is you don't pick and there's no names on the ballot. Oh yeah. Just just policies. Right. Right? And the only, like, when people run for office, mm-hmm. they can run for office and say, hey, I'm running for president. Cool. Right? Right. But they don't, well, even then, I, I would say just disregard that completely. Um, people submit, right? Right. And then the the most popular ideas are voted on. So you have one round, like a draft. Right. Okay, these are the most popular ideas of the country. We knocked down the, the last four, right? Mm-hmm. Now we move on to the next, next uh, draft is... Okay, these are the top polling policies, right? And all these underlying things have a name attached, right? So, the the best number, mm-hmm. the person who has the best number of the uh, policies that the American people want, right? Those are the ones that pre- that person gets to be president. But guess what happens? What's that? Is they don't get to stay president unless they're doing the shit they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So then we literally go. All right. So you promised. The, so what? Do you these do you are the check policies. Yeah. So you do. You do, and that could be like a House of Representative kind of thing. Is all right. These policies were accomplished, or you were trying at least. Right. Like you know, you may have some whatever, but. Right. Your goals were there, and it's visible evidence that you were trying to approach these things. Sure. Right. If they don't happen, you didn't work out, buddy. <laughs> Or Next. We, we do we do uh, we do threes right so we have instead of having one president we have uh, a tribunal right right that would be dope and, right so now we, we have we have a tri-billing of the top three people who the, the policies all match their their intent mm-hmm. right and then that tribunal has to uh, vote on things so you know it's uh, <laughs> you know two votes win sure um, if there's from, for some reason. Uh, um, a tie that can go that can go to the judici- the judiciary, right. whatever that may be. But the idea is to take people's personalities out of it. That'd be dope.
0: The tribunal, I really like that.
1: Yeah. So the problem we have here is the rest of the world don't work like that. Although the rest of the world doesn't work the same all over anyway. But right. is you have to have people like you know, dictators, who that we can put fear into mm-hmm. to to say that you can't come over and you know because we'll attack mm-hmm. you or we'll, we'll defend ourselves, or whatever it may be. Right. But there has to be the same kind of tribunal effect, right? So, And they they can only issue terms of war mm-hmm. the way we're supposed to do it, by a vote. So right now, it's just the president's powers, and now with Trump, like, burning down all of the norms, we are not supposed to go to war unless Congress votes on war. Right. And we've been going to war all over the goddamn place, Yemen, um, uh what's the other big one uh uh I can't my brain um well we'll stick with Yemen because that's the most that's the freshest one anyway right. like we're in, we're in a war in Yemen and we n- no authority was given to go to war this has happened many 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 times right since um i believe it was 911 even before that um that the congress is the in case, because it takes a while for Congress to vote on these things, it's a process. Right, right. So the retaliation is like, oh, we need to protect ourselves right now, we can't wait. So the president, we, they gave the president the power to send troops and defend all sorts of stuff. So that was a power taken away from the Congress and given to the president. Right. So now, there's, now the problem we're having is the, the body of government supposed to be the checks and balances on, on the, the, mm-hmm. the, the presidency. The president's being like, "Yeah, fuck those guys. Who cares?" So they're issuing subpoenas, and Trump <laughs> is like saying, "So, don't go." What are they gonna do? This has never happened before. Right, right. No one's ever denied. Like it happened one time, mm-hmm. and that guy was arrested. So the Congress has the ability to fine this or guy jail. Is really burning down all the norms. Yes, and all of all for why? That's the big question behind all of this. What is his motivation? And there's only one answer that I've seen that makes any kind of sense. And that is? Trump protecting Trump. It's got to be. It's self-interest. He's, he's suing the banks. Mm-hmm. He's suing the banks to not l- give the government documents related to him. Think about that for a second. So let's say the IRS mm-hmm. was like, all right, hey, man, your taxes are a little screwy. You're like, yeah, so you can't have any of my documents. Oh, well, um, you do have a bank that you put your money into, right? Yeah, but you can't look at that. (laughs) Under whose authority? Yours? Right. No. The bank has that information. It's theirs. Right. We are a government body. We'll go, hey, we have the legal authority. To request you give this us this person's information mm-hmm. so that we can review it to make sure that he's not breaking the law. So they issue a legal subpoena to that party. Right. You have no fucking say in the situation. None. Right. Zero. What does Trump say? No, nah, sue those guys. They can't have my documents. <laughs> hey, we didn't ask you, motherfucker. Only Trump. We didn't ask you. We don't care what you say. Right, right. It's just obvious that you don't want anyone talking about, like, nope, can no aides are going to go to do any kind of interview with you. The whole lot of you, right, right. And then if you try to look at my records from the bank, I'm going to sue the bank to they, so that basically it's just roadblock. The bank has to go through the, yeah, all this legal stall, shit. Yeah. yeah, it's a stalling tactic. Um, and he thinks that if he stalls long enough, and it's been the, the problem is he's been successful at it, so he knows it works. Right. Like this whole life, he's like the guy has more lawsuits than fucking like lawyers, like <laughs> like a fucking lawyer. Right, right. He's 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 he sues everybody, and he sues them with the power of. Oh, I gotta. He basically it's the same same thing that Scientology does. They sue people into oblivion, so they shut up and go away. Yeah, that's it. Then yeah. then, then like eventually then he'll they be su- out of office. Then they settle isn't. and then they have him sign an NDA, so they can't talk about it. It's crazy. It's fucked up, dude. We're living. I was telling a customer, or a, a person, or a customer I was helping, and I was like, "Hey, um, um we we ended up getting into politics tonight." I was like, "This is the moment mm-hmm. that future people can look on. It's like, how the fuck did this happen? Like, what the fuck was going on? We're living in that this fucking moment. Be, um, well, we'll look back. We, like in when you 10 look when you, when you look back at the like the Nixon years. Like, wow, that's fucking. Out. The president was a criminal. He's a crook. Right. I'm not a crook. <laughs> that shit was crazy. Mm-hmm. This shit's crazier. And we talk. We've been talking about Nixon. Like this shit is infamous at this point. Right. Like not famous. This is fucking infamous shit.
0: Infamous. Yeah.
1: This is this is like like you know George Bush crossing the Delaware. <laughs> George Bush. George yeah. Washington. Fucking Bush. Um. You know what I mean? Like this is right. some legendary fucking. Like, we'll be thankful shit. for this though. We'll know we've learned a lot, and this is yeah. always thing is the, is the benefit of Trump. Yeah. Uh-huh. Is Trump exposed the cancer, and the cancer is Trump. It's like you know what I mean. Like yeah, like he exposed himself and the the, the, the government that we know. The, that we know. Is. the problem is, is there's so much cancer. How much radiation do we have? Yeah, right. The chemo's a bitch. It's gonna hurt. Mm-hmm. It's gonna hurt to get healthy. It's already hurting. Like, look at these people who are like targeting uh politicians and and synagogues and all. Like, that's part of the hurt, right? And Trump's just encouraging that shit, encouraging just fucking
0: just terrorism, just hatred. You know, just a bunch of bullshit.
1: And he's doing guess, fuck all yeah. to, to help. He's doing. He's literally just. He's the guy that's like. uh Standing at the fire, smoking a cigarette, going, "Yeah, it's pretty damn crazy, huh?" (laughs) With a gasoline (laughs) can in his hand, you know what I mean? Like, wow, this is this is this is intense. Is it? I wonder what's gonna happen here. Someone should call nine one one. Not me though. Like, you know what (laughs) I mean? Right. Fucking. He just he lit the fucker on fire and loves to watch it burn. Trump is crazy. We really got. Every
0: time I think about it, like I, I think it's. Like I can't get used to it. It's
1: uh, like I'm like, what the fuck? Well, the the thing, I mean, (sighs) like I'm not the brightest. Do you remember when we had uh, the Columbine shooting?
0: Vaguely, I was young.
1: Okay, um, that was we've had we'd had shootings before, but never we'd never had a school shooting before. Right, right. That was a whole new thing. You know how long we talked about? You know what that was the cycle in the news like six fucking months people were talking about this shit. Right. There's people going on Donahue. There's people like, like, they're like, oh, Manson's music. And they're like, everyone's been trying to figure out four months. Right. Now. We had two shootings in two weeks. <laughs> like, li- that should that's... It's just it's it, it's amazing what we can acclimate ourselves to. It's a right. fucking amazing. We're just desensitized. We're just fucking. And that's uh, and part of Trump's trick is is right. He's he's the distractor in chief. Yeah, it's, I'm gonna tweet a bunch of shit. That'll go on the news for a week. They won't talk about fuck what I'm doing in Yemen or or Libya or you know right. Mozambique or whatever the fuck ever he is. You know. What <laughs> Mozambique. I'm saying? Yeah, man, it's it's brutal,
0: man. I don't even know what to say. Like politics is like exhausting. Like. It is, it's, and, and it's that's, so an, and, and
1: that's the part of it too that people check. They check out, like, yeah. But the thing is, you can't fucking check out, especially now. Right. This is the worst time to check out. Mm-hmm. This is like, this is like, like me handing you a gun, throwing you on uh, on the on Normandy beach, and you're like, nah, I'm gonna go for a swim. Yeah. Like you gotta fucking stay in the fight, man. Yeah, you, you have to. It sucks. It's it's like. You know, it's the worst possible like mental scenario, fatigue yeah, it's like you're gonna fucking have, fucking anguish, almost like. But knowing the facts, knowing how, uh, getting rid of identity politics, falling policies, um, I can't remember the name of the website. I need to find it again. But it's basically a website where you basically answer a bunch of questions. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you, what do you, would you care uh, to support, or um, w- do you believe that people have the right to health care? Okay. Right. Do you believe that um, uh, a woman should have the the right to choose what her body was done with her own body? Yeah. Um, do you uh, do you believe that the death penalty um, is moral? Do you believe in like just all these questions that are, okay. are like societal, like things that in our society that we need to make a decision that as a whole? Yeah. Right. And then what it does is it it links you to a candidate that follows the same ideology as you. Okay. Based on the policies that she's putting forth or he's putting forth. Okay. So. <sighs> yeah, when you when you find that website, send yeah, me, yeah, send yeah me. I, I would like it's, to I would
0: like to do it myself. Uh,
1: do a do a quick Google search because you got the Google machine. Of what? Um, just type in um, uh, a candidate matchmaker. I think is something that sounds somewhat familiar. Candidate match quiz that might be something along those lines there's probably more than one
0: yes probably
1: probably it's like uh I, I side with that's it i, side I side with. with. that's the one i remember okay so yeah so it gives you if you go to i side with.com mm-hmm. um it gives you uh, a quiz and then if so you, you yeah, let's, the quiz, yeah let's try it out real quick. Real yeah quick. This is fascinating stuff for me. So this, this is the podcast and we're looking at a computer. Well, um. you know, we're, we're, what, th- so <laughs> basically, it's uh, the 2020 potential voter guide. So what this does is it like the first question is, should the president be able to author uh, authorize military force against Al Qaeda without congressional approval? What were we just talking about? We just talked about we just uh, talked uh, about yeah, this. Yeah. So this is the idea of no. Can a, can a, uh, a candidate a presidential candidate. Say we're going we're using military force without congressional approval. Okay, what's the next one? Should the US assassin, uh, uh, assassinate suspect terrorists in foreign countries? What do you think about that one? Uh, should, US, should the US assassinate suspected terrorists? No. Yeah, because how do we know that their information is accurate and when they're just assassinating people for whatever reason? Yeah, that's... We need to investigate and be wary of them for sure. That'll be stupid. Uh, we need boots on the ground for uh, knowledge. We need right, to right. have we need to have people in the field, undercover, all that kind of fun stuff. Sure. All right, what's the next one? These are social issues. What is your stance on abortion? I won't say you can click whatever you want. Yeah, I'm I'm pro-choice. Okay. And then Shh. it also asks, what I need this how important is this issue to you? I mean, I'm pro Like, yeah. More important, I guess. Sure. Okay. Um, And then should the government continue to fund Planned Parenthood? Uh, This is a great question. So here's the thing about Planned Parenthood that people may not know is Planned Parenthood is not an abortion center. Right. It is a health and sex education center. Right. So you can get not only can you get birth control, but you can get shots and, and vaccinations mm-hmm. and testing um, you can get testing that. done for cancer. And and sometimes these are the only places that people have access to. Right. So when you think when when you hear the right wing talking about, um, you know, abort killing baby killers and stuff like that, um, these are not what these places are. And learn about abortion. It is. It is not a fun subject matter to learn, mm-hmm. but it is very, very important. Because what's happening is, the, and the idea here is, is, as a woman, you have free agency. Mm-hmm. As a man, you have free agency, right? So someone is not allowed to violate you without legal recourse, right? right? So when someone is uh, inseminated, whether they like it or not, because mm-hmm. sometimes there's n- no choice in this is a situation right. unfortunate right. as it may be right right they're inseminated now that thing and I think the the process of of um the a birth of conception is when the woman is now supporting a, 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 a her basically part of her DNA is going towards this process mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um That woman has the right to her body. The fetus in whatever stages does not have the right to her body. Right. Right. So when we say free choice, the woman has the right to choose. Mm -hmm. It's right to choose whether she keeps her body without being violated by another entity. Right. So if I stab, if I stab a woman with a knife, right, Mm -hmm. I'm violating her entity. Right. Right. And she can choose to do that under surgery where it's going to save her life. And so it's, it's an elected decision, right? Or it could be a stabbing in the backyard. The trick is, is one of them is something she may want, and the other is not. As the government, we can't come in and say, "Hey, you have to let that guy stab you, though," <laughs> or not stab you right. when you get when you need to get the, the medical services, right? Sure. So it's it's kind of it's kind of a boiled down version of it, but I don't want to go into too much detail because. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a lot. Uh, but research and don't just follow, like, a one site and learn from both sides. Um, uh, the next one is, do you support legalization of same-sex marriage? Yes. Okay. Um, should the government increase environmental regulations to prevent climate change? Uh, Yes. Yeah. I would, I'm okay. not taking it, so I'm not going yeah, to voice, voice my...
0: Uh, right. Should um, the U.S. withdraw from Paris Climate Agreement? to the US I'm, I don't know too much more but I don't let's I'll click learn more on that.
1: Yeah, so oh the other thing too is each one of these gives you a uh, option to learn more. Discuss. Uh, discuss. I guess there's uh, a forum. There's stats and there's news about each one of these. Right. So it's really cool. Um should the government give tax credits and subsidies to the wind power industry. Got to be more about that as well. And I like that you're not jumping to a decision just because we're doing this. Yeah. um, uh, Let's just move on. We'll just ask the questions and you can fill us out later if you want. Yeah. Uh, Should the government make cuts to public spending in order to reduce the national debt? So this is an economic issue. So it breaks it up into categories, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, Should the U.S. raise taxes on the rich? Uh, should the government raise federal minimum wage? So all this stuff, you can literally go through this quiz. It's a long quiz, but it's, um, it's all the issues. we're that, not that it, It's not too it's terrible long. It's like, yeah. um, it's I would like say, like, what, twenty twenty five questions, something like that? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, go check out the website. Once again, it is uh, isidewith.com. Um, and it really helps you to kind of clarify because it kind of does all the work for you. Yeah. Right? It kind of does the work of, of, I don't know who I like. Right. I just know I like these things. Mm-hmm. Well, what do these things have in common? Well, with the people that like them. So you and me can help decide, you know, What's what? What, what what policies are important. Right. And then find a candidate who supports those and ideas. Put th- I'll
0: put this uh, website in the link in the description, too. So, like, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. definitely...
1: Uh... That's cool,
0: right? Yeah, I'm definitely on this
1: website, I'm and, definitely, and, and yeah. it's, it's not a, it's, it's 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 more than bipartisan. It's just it has nothing to do with with um, with party affiliation whatsoever. Right, right, right. So it's, it's like totally out. So, of So yeah. yeah, if you're for it or against it, let us know. Like put put it in, and it's going to give you a candidate that um, let's see if it does uh, go all the way to the bottom without filling out anything else. Mm-hmm. So let's just show my results. So we'll just click on it. We didn't fill this whole thing out. We're just going to use this as an example. Um and it gives it you says a Says little... you didn't estimate enough action. Oh okay. Okay. Yeah. So that that's that's good. So it's not it's not a jump. To, oh, I like one thing on yes Oh yeah yeah. Um, this is so you should <laughs> but yeah, check it out. Okay. Do your yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely um, do that. I'll definitely do that. Uh, um and also I think we should when you have Jay on have him do it too. I will. Yeah yeah. Because I'll, I'd I'll 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 be curious to see what he what his what his because he a lot of the issues and we don't agree on. Right. So it'd be interesting to see. And this is the thing that's going to surprise people too. What's that? Because they're gonna the it's it's not oh they have to like every single one of my issues. Yeah. Right. It's just gonna find the category that the the, the candidate that it I'll fits have him you do the it best. on his own, and we'll yeah. will we'll chop it up on the on the next yeah on the So next it does yeah. the best one. So he may f- he may, it may aim him toward a candidate he didn't even know he liked, right? Or that he had that much yeah, for sure. And, and do this more and more often because mm-hmm. the policies are gonna come forth that certain candidates are gonna have, right? Right. And we don't have we don't even have everyone in the race yet. There's probably gonna be more, right? So just kind of put this like bookmark this page, yeah, come back but, to it every once in a while, and see what you like. I will. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's been another
0: one, man. Thank I try. Thank you. I try, baby. I try. Thank you, man. I I, I kind of like getting on here and talking politics because you know an infinite amount more than I do. Um, <laughs> and how I know
1: is I, I try that not I don't. to.
0: I try not I, like I try not to check out, but it's, it's hard, hard, man, and I get it. Especially, I, especially I'm always especially doing especially when you're working tra- or something. When you're working,
1: so. you got a family, you got all these things. Yeah. My my biggest trick to this is mm-hmm. is there are certain websites and stuff that you can get real quick brief. Uh, um bits of information sure um and just trust the source my trusted source is often tyt um so they're uh, great they're the biggest uh, online media company okay. um they have like they get like a billion views every month it's something crazy okay. Like so they're huge um but their trick is is they're unapologetically progressive mm-hmm. so they come out with their bias immediately but the trick is is when something goes against them or against they they don't shy away from it they talk about it, right? Like they'll talk about stuff that, and, and so even the people on the on TYT, on um, there's a vast number of people with different shows. It's almost like a progressive Netflix, is that what they call it? Okay. So there's different shows. There's the aggressive progressive. They have TYT, the, right? TYT. It's the Young Turks. Okay. And Jen Uger started it, and he's one of the founders of the Justice Democrats. Happened that uh, actually. Okay. But the idea is 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 they look at the policies and not the people. They're very for that. Mm. Um, sometimes I disagree with them completely. Right. You're allowed to disagree with shows you like. Right, right. Right? So you got
0: to take
1: take every every bit of information as a coin flip.
0: Right, 50/50.
1: I may it, be on this side. You, the information you're getting, you may not like you, you, you may not find to be accurate. You may and double checks up. And the, the thing I love about them the most mm-hmm. is they will be the first to admit mistakes. Right, and they talk about why they made a mistake and why they believe this before, the, and they, or they jump to the conclusion they shouldn't do that. Or it's it's just a very honest news organization. Platform. Okay, it's really great. So I'm definitely check it out for sure. Yeah. And they're really fun. They're goofy. they they have a they have a Game of Thrones uh, a review show and like they oh, we didn't even get into Game of their the own, Thrones. I, I haven't watched it so it's okay. I've yeah, I I I have not either. To... I
0: was I was just gonna look for your deep dive. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'm not... that's
1: a, that's one category uh, <laughs> I've I've shied away from. Um, okay, just mainly because I've I've watched the first couple seasons. It got boring, and so I lost. Okay. I okay. lost it. I just jumped ship. He's like, you got it. Um, it did. It got a little boring. It got to be a little too much. I couldn't follow it. And Once I, I picked back up again with the new ones, and I was like, eh. Okay. I mean, I know it's fantastic. I know the writing's amazing. I know it's a great show, and I may pick it up again one day, but that's a big investment. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah.
0: Well, it's been episode—this is episode 36. 36, man. I definitely appreciate y'all, man. Please do the liking and the subscribing on uh, YouTube. The, the, on uh, the, SoundCloud. The huge tube. <laughs> <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Google Play, man. We appreciate you. St- share your feedback. Uh, follow me on Instagram, good pod. Um, and The is there. Yeah, you can follow there.
1: me too. Um, oh, uh, I'm still in the progress of uh, making my feature film, okay. which is a big thing. So if everyone wants to go check out, uh, check out Forest for the Trees movie um, on Instagram, um, I also have a website, forestforthetreesmovie.com. Okay. Um, and that's one R for forest. People often misspell that because uh, <laughs> the Forest Gump movies. Right. Um, so it's one R, so forestforthetreesmovie.com. Um, and then uh, also check out my – oh, I have a new project, the Skullscapes. So, oh, sure, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I'm building a new uh, a company um, that is a lot of fun. It's called Skullscapes. Um, you can find them at Skullscapes uh, on Instagram. I got a lot of cool stuff on that on that site, so um, share that and then follow GoodRid's Pod, baby. Definitely, definitely. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. See you Absolutely. next round. Boom, boom.